wanted. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Fuck you. No, no, it's my... <laughs> no. Wanted. Someone to go back in time and cover games news with us. This is not a joke. You'll get paid in exposure after we get back. We've done this seven times before. Journalism not guaranteed. Welcome, my gaslit viewers, to Journalism Not Guaranteed, the gaming news podcast that covers future, past, present, future not yet included. I'm Tectonic Improv, and this is Tabby Nickel. Welcome to the podcast. And this is Null Toxicity. I'm high T, and the T stands for tired. Yes, it's 11.43 p.m. on April 22nd, 2021. This While is we're dating like, ourselves. This is like dating ourselves, but like turbo mode. It's like to the second. It's like it is uh, fifty three seconds in the forty third minute. The best part is that um is that we all live in different time zones, right? So it's not eleven forty three for yeah. you too. I live in Greenwich Greenwich Munich time plus three. Have you ever been to? Is it's it's Greenwich, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I had a I had a teacher who went on the the prime meridian in Greenwich because that's where it is or where you can find it. Isn't that like or, a cut of beef? The, very cute, very cute. Uh, I'll be here all week. Uh, do we want to talk about last week? No. In, no. in like a metaphor. Okay, okay, yeah. Well, nothing happened last week. Don't worry about it. Uh, let let's. Let's focus on the present for now until we have to focus on the past. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, sorry. I'll yeah, go ahead sorry. and start. I was um, adjusting my mic. I was coming in a little hot. Come on. Come on, Tech. We're professionals here. No, we're not. Uh, you know who else is professionals? People who uh, play sports at the Olympics. Uh so oh, yeah. the Olympic uh, or the International Olympic Committee announced that there, uh, this uh, this Olympics, the 2020 Summer Olympics, uh, are going to be the f- uh, the first Summer Olymp- Olympics using video games in a competition. And we saw back in 2018, uh, StarCraft was being played. I don't remember if there were other games. I just remember StarCraft. Um, but the big thing is. Uh, the new Gran Turismo game is going to be one of the Olympic titles. So hopefully that comes out soon, because I don't think we have a release date on that yet. Gran Turismo, isn't that a movie with uh, Clint Eastwood? Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> it's nothing to do with the gorilla song. Uh, Gran Turismo, it's just, uh, it's just 2021, isn't it? I think they said, like, Q2. Or no. No, 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 no. Uh, it was either it was either it was supposed to be a launch title and then it just got nebulously delayed or it's gonna come out in 2022. I don't remember. Uh, googling it, it says 2022. Yeah, that sounds right because I think it got it, I think it got stealth delayed in that same interview that God of War uh, Ragnarok got stealth delayed and that it's like it's just not coming out this year, guys. Yeah. So this is uh, just they- like social distancing Olympics, right? Um, not necessarily, uh, cause they're, they are still doing like, like wrestling is still happening as far as I'm aware. Oh, thank Christ. They should, they, they should do WWE versus SmackDown 2020. <laughs> Down Olympics. Uh, but they did say that the, uh, the, 
the 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 Olympic Virtual Series, as they call it, features ga- features uh, auto racing, baseball, cycling, rowing, and sailing. And it was the Gran Turismo producer who said it was going to be Gran Turismo at the Olympics. Um, maybe they'll have like an Olympics build. Yeah, maybe they'll have an Olympics build. I don't know what they're going to do for like. Are we getting like Bicycle Simulator 2020 for the, the cycling? Like I don't see I I don't I don't know of any sailing or rowing video games. I want Call of Duty. Uh, Legend. They're they're all gonna play Legend of Zelda: The Wind Waker, and whoever can get from Windfall to Dragon Roost the fastest uh, wins. Wind Waker speedrun for the Olympics. It's just exactly like they they have an Olympics game, and it's just like send your send your champions for speedrunning. Send your mightiest, smelliest warriors. Wait a minute, why don't they play Mario and Sonic? At the, oh, at the Olympic Olympics, games. yeah. The, at the Olympic Games, yeah. They, it would be really funny if they played that, because I think that has a sailing minigame in it. Yeah, should. But you have to play at the 2016 Olympics, specifically. Is is uh, If it's going to have a bigger focus on esports, are they going to... Are they going to talk about Virtual Fighter esports? Nice segue. Maybe no. that's going to um, be there? No way. N- no, uh, because... Virtual Fighter Esports is something that is still only, like, a rumor. We got a pretty hard confirmation of what it's going to be, though, with a... um, Didn't they straight up say it exists? Virtual... No, because it was ESRB. It was, like, a Korean ESRB rating that came out first. I thought that was an interview, but... No, Virtual Fighter Esports has been known, but nobody knew what Virtual Fighter Esports was. But with this being added into the PSN storefront and then being able to pull out the data that was and then from the ESRB thing that said it was a port of Virtual Fighter 5 Final Showdown. I think that's the subtitle for it. Um, It's a full basically port of Virtual Fighter 5, hopefully with rollback netcode. We don't know anything about it because they haven't shown anything. I would imagine they would do that, though, because... At this point, Japanese devs know that they need to be putting rollback netcode in their games or people aren't going to buy it. Has has Sega has Sega outsourced Virtual Fighter in the past or is it has that always been an in-house game? I think that's always been in-house. I don't know for certain though. 21st Century Virtual Fighter. Uh, what but else yeah, you got, Tabby? Anything else? Uh, yeah. Keep it going, um, Tabs. I'll talk about some boring tech news now. Great. Um, is the super, is the Super Antique finally coming out? Is Super <laughs> Antique. No, the Super... I don't want to talk about the Super Antique. Um, it sold out, like, two weeks ago, again. Yeah. So, um... Direct storage for PC uh, was confirmed by Microsoft to be supporting NVM, uh, NVMe 3.0 drives and DX12 hardware. Um, essentially what that means for people who don't care about the technology, like name specific side of things, you know, the thing Sony and Microsoft are doing to make games boot faster on their consoles, that's going to be coming to PC or not load or load faster it uses less. Uh, it will u- utilize less of your CPU is sort of the, the gist of it. And the more shocking thing is using NVMe 3.0 versus 4.0. Cause all the new consoles are using 4.0 and, uh, so people just assumed it was going to be 4.0 and uh, the new series of uh, graphics cards that came out. But this will work on, you know, I my graphics card, which is from 2016, 2015, something like that. The, the, the 1000 series. 
So mine's um, what was it? I have a I have a what's the fuck is the uh, AMD? I have a fucking AMD uh, RX four eighty. How uh, it'll will that work, work with it? It'll work with a four eighty, but you need an NVMe drive, which I know you don't have. How uh, how do you know? Uh, I probably do. Because you could have bought you could have bought a like a four terabyte NVMe drive for the price of the OLED, and you bought the OLED. Oh my god, they're that expensive for four terabytes. Like it once you get past like two terabytes, it's ridiculous. I would never spend that much on hard drives well, yeah, or any solid states. Nobody does. You wait until that becomes cheaper, like five years down from now, then you buy it for like a hundred dollars. But like, but like you you framed it as if like you if you had the money you would have bought it, but instead you bought an OLED. It's like yeah, because it looks fucking good. What do you want from me? It's because everybody needs more NVMe storage in their system. Also, I'm pretty sure you're, you're actually. I don't think your CPU would even support it. That's uh, it's like a the fuck is it it's like some intel i7 shit. yeah oh well i mean depends depends on the bridge but i don't want to do tectonics computer review tectonics on this quick tech do you have a dvd drive no based Noel, do you have a dvd drive no my case just doesn't have a slot for it even amateurs amateurs over here not only do I have a DVD drive, I have a USB floppy disk drive. I, I have a PlayStation 2. I don't really have any need for a DVD drive. That was my reasoning as well. Oh, media console. Give fuck. I like to burn my I like to burn my DVDs. That's not safe. Alright, so here's some news I got. Let's talk was that, about Was that a setting discs on fire joke? Let's talk about Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne. Sure. Uh, legendary Dante from the Devil May Thank Cry you. series. Thank you, Dante from the Devil May Cry series. Thank you, Shimagami Tensei Nocturne, winner of best RPG of two thousand five by uh, oh. by X Play. Wait, don't forget he ho he ho he ho. Jack by Frost. This is... I'm gonna kill myself. Uh, that's. I think that's actually. Um, I is think that that's de- actually from Digital Devil Saga. I think. I. I think it's from Digital Devil Saga. There's also one where where he's like, it, it, "I'll join you if you fuse me with a hot babe," and that's from SMT One. <laughs> you think you're hot shit? Crush this rock with your bare hands. <laughs> but um, I, I, yeah, yeah, it's a cool game. Uh, there was a big like press press tour or whatever this week or so of Nocturne. Like they revealed all the English voice cast and a bunch of outlets got hands on like looks at the games uh, at the game. Not us, of course. We didn't get one. Yeah, we didn't ask. Did yeah. we? refusing to buy it until they give me a review copy. They, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because that worked so well the last time I tried that. But um, yeah, uh, it, uh we we've been seeing more stuff about this now. Uh, and anyone who's in the know about the HD port of Nocturne is that uh, when it really it released in Japan like six months ago, and it was not in a very good state. Uh, there were constant frame drops, especially on the um the switch version <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah yeah hi uh, you know uh, laughter here but like you know it's just kind of standard fair shit what switch fan yeah yeah exactly a point laugh at the switch fan but it, it, it really wasn't acceptable it's a fucking ps2 yeah. game i don't care if you're pl- put like upscaling the resolution or whatever well, nintendo switch should be able it to still play has, like shitty audio compression too doesn't it yeah, yeah, it has that, and it's gonna—it's not gonna not have that for reasons I believe I've—I've I've, uh, 
speculated on this very podcast. You also a while didn't ago. state the most important thing about the the remaster and why I'm like hesitant to even buy it now is because it's locked thirty. Yeah, I was you know that thing. I I I do I do that thing where uh, I take forever to talk about my news because I feel it deserves like three minute preambles and make this podcast two and a half hours long. Yeah, it's it's locked to thirty. Uh, on, it, on, on PC. I feel like if you're going to lock it, at least lock it to 24 for the cinematic feel. The, Shut up, nerd. The <laughs> thing is, is, is like, this is how it was on the PS2 version. This is how it is on, like, every single version of Nocturne. You know, people will, and people will say, I, I've seen people point this out, that you can run it at 60 on, on emulator, but I don't think that's true. I think the emulator will like PCSX2 will tell you it runs at 60 but it won't actually I'm going to need to see it, video evidence of that cuz that sounds yeah. weird it I, I it's like some weird quirk with the emulator I I'll try and find some shit but um it's it sucks and it's definitely this this remaster is probably not worth $60 or however much they're charging for it but uh the way i the way i look at it is pretty much nothing in this game is worse than it is in the ps2 version yeah so it's not like it's not like they're ruining the game in any way it's just that they're not making it much better but compared to what they just did with the uh, persona 4 golden port well like... they they didn't really do anything with the persona 4 golden port they just put it on steam and well, it just it, it, it works supports all, better out it supports ultra wide it's it supports unlocked frame rates uh it supports uh higher upscaling on the graphics itself like it is a it is a legitimate pc port uh the i can never remember his name but the guy who made uh ds fix Durante. Uh, thank you did a whole breakdown of like this is an insanely good P- uh, pc port and i'm genuinely shocked the I, 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 that's fair enough, but also that's a 2012 Vita game versus a 2003 PS2 game. So I, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel, I feel bad for even saying it like this because it makes it sound like I'm defending Atlas. I'm not really trying to defend Atlas in that way. I'm just trying to say that, like, you know, it sucks that this game looks and it doesn't look and run better than it could be for an HD remaster of a amazing game like Nocturne but it's not like it could be worse really the the shitty thing about about the Nocturne port is the is the fucking you have to pay money for Dante yeah uh, i mean which it's is, it's, which is it's lame. fine cuz you get the maniacs version which or technically doesn't have an english release if i'm remembering right what, what you're probably confusing is um or is, is maniacs the, the version with dante maniacs is the release that we got over here in the west with mm. uh with dante and the um and the kalpas and the true oh. demon ending and all that stuff so and, it's uh, it's uh it's doki doki dante yeah, yeah. Well, it's just it's it's just how how Atlas <laughs> always like makes like updated ver. It's the Persona Four Golden of Nocturne. It just adds it adds more boss fights and like the fiends and stuff that that weren't in Vanilla Nocturne. That we we never got that version. And it removes Raido Kuzunoha. Well, uh, here's where it gets even better because the Raido version was released after the Dante version in Japan in 2007. It's called it's the Maniacs Chronicle Edition 
of Nocturne. So it's like it's like the the re-release of the re-release. So we're getting we're getting we're getting the Maniacs Chronicle version of Nocturne, and you have so to pay the, for the Maniacs the, version. It, it's the Maniacs Chronicle featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series. Yeah, exactly. And I think actually Sony released a press page uh, with a like high quality render of the the Dante from the Devil May Cry series like sticker yes. that you can find. So uh, gaming YouTubers rejoice! There's finally a high quality PNG of that online. I but guess. is there the high quality PNG of new funky mode? Yeah, there has to be. There is. Maybe not officially from the source. I I I hope um I hope that's like a sticker on, yes, on like that would the, be the cover of the nice. game. I don't know if I want it on the box art itself because it is. I mean, it, it it's funny to joke about, but it's a fucking tacky. It's tacky I just no. Shit. I want I want a sticker inside the game case. Like you buy a, a new copy of the game, you get the featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series sticker. Yeah. Well, okay, they could just, like, fucking do reversible cover. Yeah. Yeah, alright, yeah, that's fine. I just, I don't see a reason for, for as someone who owns a copy of Nocturne, I don't see a reason to buy this port. Like, I'm still thinking about doing it just because it's like, I gotta buy the PC port so they keep porting stuff over, even though it's bad. Yeah, I, I, f- I feel that. I probably will pick this up at some point, uh, play it on the, the get the get like the PS4 version or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I played through Nocturne last year and I also have a copy of it already. So it's not like I'm not like in a rush to play it again, you know? Yeah. But uh, I still think it's cool that they're that they're doing it and at all. Shrug. Okay. Great. Sorry to talk for so long. Uh, I keep doing this. You know, I don't know if you guys know this, but we record this podcast in a Discord call. Uh, I do know that. I Wait, was we talking. Do? I was talking to the viewer. I was talking to you, oh. the viewer. <laughs> anyway. That's right, you viewer. There's a picture of me like pointing at the screen as I say you, the viewer. Uh, Discord. You better add that in. We No. <laughs> Discord. Uh, we, we talked about in the past. Discord was like talking about purchase or being purchased oh. by Microsoft for ten gorillion dollars. Uh, it's actually ten billion dollars, I believe, is what they were talking mm-hmm. about. Ten billion, yeah. It was more more than Disney and Marvel combined. Yeah, um, that fell through. It's not happening. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Um, however, the thing is, is like Discord is also like still like heavily considering going public so that's kind of like a shit show in and of itself but at least we're not going to get skype too you know so i saw i saw people saying that them going public would be shitty and would it really be that bad can someone can someone uh business class 101 it means that they would be like they're at the whim of their shareholders, yeah, of, right? Of That's ma- major the... shareholders, whereas like right now they're just kind of not. They're doing their own thing. Um, the thing is, is shareholders are like, you know, you don't have to be smart to be a shareholder. You just have to like have money, right? Mm-hmm. It's like how every Nintendo shareholder meeting they talk about how it's like. So, what are you doing to break into the mobile phone market? Shit like that. Yeah, no, or, all right, yeah, sure, I get or, that. How to promote arcade? How to promote the arcade business? 
Yeah, something like that. How do we promote the arcade business? You don't. the The only people that are that promote the arcade business are like Bandai Namco, Capcom. Can we get people who like, make fighting games and rhythm games? That's really it. Can Square we, Enix uh, covered it with uh, their hit series uh, Dissidia NT. We don't need to talk about that. Can we? Uh, yeah. Can we like make journalism not guaranteed branded like candy cabs that just play episodes of our podcast on a loop? That just play? Can they play the journalism not guaranteed uh, uh, rhythm game? Where it's a rhythm game to the podcast. Journalism not guaranteed is so much merch already. It's true. I, I, we come up with new merch ideas every episode. You know, I'm somewhat of a marketing savant. Yeah, I'm somewhat of an ideas guy myself. <laughs> Uh, I'm just gonna go. You know, I'm someone of a fucking idiot myself. <laughs> uh, speaking of fucking idiots, um, so uh, Danganronpa uh, V1 2 fucking three. don't don't call them that. They're gonna fucking kill us. The Danganronpa, the Danganronpa fans, fans. They're gonna spill our pink blood. I haven't finished three yet, but I really like one and two. I'm a, don't worry, Danganronpa. I stin. I I stin. I kin. I don't. I don't fucking. I stand Komeda, right? I stand, that guy. Yeah, the guy who likes fingers uh, up his ass. Who's um, the who, who's the guy that worse. like who's the guy that Spoilers for <laughs> oh, who fucking cares? Uh well specifically What's the name of that character though? Uh da 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 oh. uh, you think I'd remember his name. Uh Chihiro? Chihiro, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's my comfort um, character. Well, speaking, speaking, <laughs> getting line part. So you say who cares about spoilers for this ten-year-old PSP game? Um, Spike Chunsoft cares about that. So uh. with the release of uh, one, two, V three, and then Danganronpa AE, uh, on to iOS and Android, uh, and then uh, Spike Chunsoft updated their terms of uh, terms of service for streaming, and is doing like what Atlas did for all their releases, including SMT Nocturne. Spike uh, Chunsoft pulls an Atlas. Yes. Note from the editor, um, more information came out about this later. It's not new at all. The, their terms of service have not changed in the last 11 years in regarding this. Uh, it's something that's more along the lines of Japanese copyright, um, and it's something that's largely not like used in the West, so... Take everything that's said here after this with a grain of salt and, uh, you know, entertainment value. Where you cannot stream past chapter one of any of their games. This is that's whack. Funny. Whatever. Well, now, and chapter one in, in at least one and two are the worst parts of those games as well. Well, it is and it is an anime game and all anime games are like required to start bad. Well, it's also, it's it's like, you have to introduce 15 characters in, like, four hours. <laughs> I'm just imagining all these stupid, like, all these stupid Danganronpa characters, like, yelling over each other while someone's, like, bleeding out in the corner. You've Okay, so you've played every Danganronpa game. Oh, God. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, no, this uh, sucks. Yeah, I, I don't... Where I don't, does Junko play into this? The guy with the chains? Uh... No. She's the she's the pigtails no, you, you, girl. You you get you get to see her die. Oh, is she the? Isn't that a spoiler? <laughs> that's a <laughs> Shit. that's a bigger spoiler. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> that uh, you actually have to bleep out. Uh, I have to mention that I've never played a Danganronpa game. 
that, that, that is an actual spoiler that you need to that you need to believe that. And it's also technically not even correct anymore, but it's still a spoiler. It's okay. uh, I I just want on on the record. Uh, you have to bleep this out too. But I, I knew I knew Junko was bad news like from the beginning. Because uh, people are really bad at hiding things. Yeah, it's because they're digging rampant fans and they're, they're bad at trying to not spoil their games for people. <laughs> the only reason I've gone into this as blind as I have is because I literally just didn't associate with anyone in the Danganronpa fandom until after beating one. That's not true. I did watch the anime, actually. It was very mid. Cringe. Cringe. Uh, yeah, no, that sucks. Uh, stop doing this, video game companies. I Stop I doing don't, this specifically Japanese video game companies. I, I don't understand why you are, like, just basically, like, spitting in the face of free advertising. Especially in the era of VTubers. Like, yeah. aren't, aren't VTubers, like, the biggest, like, bigger than any other streamer in Japan, as far as I'm aware? Yeah, I'd watch yeah. Snuffy play Danganronpa. I'd watch, um... It is a snuff game. I'd watch, uh, fuck, what's it, what the fuck's her name, Hinamari Luna? I'd watch Hinamari oh, Luna fuck. play, uh, Danganronpa. Hinamari no. Luna, come no. on the podcast. I, I hate that no. person so much. <laughs> come, just, come on the podcast so you can kick the shit. I don't shit hate that, okay, I don't hate that person, I hate that character. Yes. Um, alright, why don't we talk about the better Danganronpa? Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney. Shut up. Uh, better in every way, because I played it and I haven't played Danganronpa. There's no pink blood. Uh, I love Sherlock Holmes. Or, or sorry, Herlock, Herlock Sholmes. Herlock Sholmes, get it right. We don't want to get sued by the <laughs> Sir Arthur Conan Doyle estate. Like great Ace Attorney was going to be for years, and the reason why it probably hadn't been localized forever. Uh, great Ace Attorney are, are they're like prequel games to the uh, Phoenix Wright series. They take place in like 1920s Japan or something. Uh, they're helmed by Shu Takumi, the original director of Phoenix Wright. Like, uh, you know, the first three Phoenix Wrights and I believe Apollo were done by him. The rest aren't. Uh, and he went on to do this series. Um, and they never came over here. Everyone says they're great. I've wanted to play them for fucking ever, but they never got localized. They were originally on the 3DS. Now they're getting ported to PS4, Switch, and PC, and they are finally coming over to the fucking West. This is amazing. And it's so, a Capcom PC port, so it's going to be at least all right. The, how can they fuck this up? Is Ace Very Attorney famous last words? Is it going to have a rollback? No. Uh, is Ace Attorney <laughs> like it's like a visual novel, right? It's like an adventure game. It's like a is what I call it. Shut up. It's it's like an adventure game where you know they're, they're, it's it's one half where you're like exploring areas and investigating stuff, finding evidence. You're basically a detective for one half of the game, and the second half is uh, is is you're in a court and you're Try like deducing logic puzzles and finding holes in people's statements. You should play it. Play tech, the first one. Tech that's literally Danganronpa. I know. Well, Fe- Phoenix Wright was first. Phoenix Wright doesn't have like the revolver with the truth bullets, though. Yes, you you, <laughs> you do not have the the, the sword uh, of truth. No, but you have the Magatama of uh of of whatever the fuck it's called to unlock spirit locks. Uh, it makes more sense if you played the game. The only but, thing uh, I know you, about, do you, do, like... Do you surf in your brain's subspace to encounter the truth? Do you no, play Hangman's you... Gambit and new and improved Hangman's Gambit? <laughs> no, but you're, uh... This isn't a spoiler, because this happens in the first chapter, or, like, the second chapter of the first game. Uh, you're... you're 
Well, is it your dead mentor goes into the body of your current mentor and she gets big boobs? Is that hell yeah? Is that <laughs> enough of a selling point right, for you? Yeah, we'll play. It. We'll play. It. The only All thing right. I know yeah. about, uh, like, my only exposure to Ace Attorney is like those like voice actor memes where they they voice the characters. It's like you can't eat a hamburger with pickles on it. Yes, I can. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, I love Phoenix Wright. I think it's really great. I'm happy that finally, I'm happy that they're finally localizing this. And um, what was it? That Capcom leak from like a few months ago pretty much said that this was going to happen. But, you know, you can never be too sure. Things can fall through. Uh, but it isn't. I'm definitely going to pick this up like day one, even though it's 60 bucks. <laughs> I mean, it's worth it. Actually, wait a minute. It, uh, a turn. It, it, it's 60 bucks for the Turnabout collection, which g- uh, gives you Great Ace Attorney 1 and 2. So our two games... That never been over here. That, that's fine. But it also work. gives you the Ace Attorney trilogy. So that's oh. five Phoenix Wright games for sixty bucks. That's actually a great deal. And those are like twenty hour games, right? Yes. Is it on yeah, Switch? Yeah, just about. They're pretty long games. Uh, it's only gonna. You can only find. Uh, it's only gonna be digital, in, everywhere else. But the J- Japan's getting PS4 and Switch editions that are physical. Oh, that sucks. That's kind of whack. Oh, you can import you can import a Switch one from Asia. All right, so maybe maybe I'll do that. Yeah, like, like might, a, might go a visit Kong the play copy. Asia or something. Yeah, because you know Asian Asian releases have usually have English, have the English language. So shout uh, out to that being the only way to buy like every Gundam game up until 2018 when they yeah, released a that's, bad one. That's like how you play Super Robot Wars. I should play those games. I have one of them. I have one of them for the Switch. I haven't played it, though. It has Look Spike in it. I remember, like, back in the day, there was a Super Robot Wars game. I think it might have been Super Robot Wars Z for the PS2, maybe. Mm. Zed. Uh, and he, like, the only way he could play it was by, like, modding his PS2 by ripping the disc tray off and, like, making it so that he can play, like, Japanese copies of games. It was some weird, the like... disc tray? Yeah, like, it was a, it was a PS2 Slim. You take the fucking top off, and he, he like had the whole thing disassembled. It was some weird mod that allowed him to like break like region locks or something. It was, was really it like weird. a hot swap. Like no, I, no okay. idea how it worked. I just remember him like he had his gutted PS2. He's like, I have to do this, or it like doesn't work. And I'm like, okay, buddy. This was like fucking Jesus Christ. Like when I started playing Yu-Gi-Oh, I would have been like 13 or 14. So it's like this is really long shit. time ago. Yeah, all the way in uh, in in eight, 1987, yeah, as we ba- all know. Back in the Yu-Gi-Oh summer of '69. <laughs> that's what that's what that song is actually about. It, it, when he says six string, he's actually talking about six string combo burning a piss. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a niche joke. Yeah, but someone's gonna love this it. One's, this if, one's even for if the it's Yu-Gi-Oh just fans. Okay, that's all. I that's all I have to say about that. Very excited. Um, I got my first real six string. string. <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, let's let's talk about something fun. Um, starting tomorrow, I believe. So just confirm three days ago. Two days uh, ago? No, they're up for pre-order now. Um, you can buy. For the low, low price of $2,600 U.S. dollars, a one-half scale oh, figure of Mads Mikkelsen's character from Death Stranding. 
Uh, what what might his character's name be? Oh, uh, Clifford Unger. Oh, that's one of the normal ones. Yeah, oh, but yeah, he was kind the, of I, kind of normal. Unger's that, kind of a that might weird... be a spoiler. Noel, is it? What his name? His name? His name? Yeah, because I felt like he had a different name in the trailer. You don't really learn. This. I thought he was Die Hard Man. No, Die oh. Hard Man's uh, Guillermo del Toro, right? I thought he was Heart Man. No, oh, no, he Guillermo, is Heart Man. He's Heart Man. Die Hard Man is like the black guy who. Like he he like tells you to go burn the bodies and shit. He's the is guy with Clifford the mask. Unger a bad guy? No, the guy he with the mask. Like a bad guy not... in the trailers. The guy with the mask is not Die Hard Man. You're talking about the guy with the golden mask. Did you play Death Stranding? I literally googled Die Hard Man, version. and it's the guy with the skull mask. No, oh, that's Skullface from thinking... MGS Five. Okay, there's another guy with a skull mask. With he has like a chiral <laughs> skull two? mask. Yeah, the, the black skull mask. Okay, that's there we not go. that's Die Hard Man according to the Death Stranding yes. wiki. Yes. No. <laughs> oh my god. Who is who is I think I was uh, thinking of Higgs Higgs Monahan. That's that's who. I was yeah. Okay. Of. Oh my god. Uh, I just uh, then they also have a limited edition one with only 250 of them in production for $3,600 that contains um, LED illuminations and swappable head parts. I feel like I feel like it gets there gets a point where sorry I, Twitter comment a uh, journalism not guaranteed Twitter comment of the day thanks bought all 250 by Kyle, uh, by Kyle Jacobson thank you for your tweet sir um uh, I, I feel like it, there, it gets a point with like figures or statues where the scale starts to feel weird and I think half scale sized people is weird it, it you, would not look right it looks like it looked like a little baby man a half a, a half scale size Mads Mickelson is gonna be like three foot like one inch or something like okay, that. So yeah, he's a pretty tall guy, isn't he? He's like six this, two, I think. This oh, product okay. about the same size as me. He's pretty tall. This product is for yeah, like yeah, basically brothers. This product is for like Scott the Waz to put in the background of his videos. Like nobody's buying this unless they're like using it as a prop, right? Scott the Waz wouldn't maybe he'd buy this I'm for not, a no. bit, but he wouldn't buy it because he likes Death Stranding. I'm not this saying is not a Scott, Scott the Waz game. I'm not saying Scott the Waz would do it. I'm saying that somebody like Scott the Waz would do it. Someone with too much money? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, if you if you see uh uh some some scale models in the background of the next tech video, I wouldn't be surprised, you know. Alright, but now answer my question, is Clifford Unger a bad guy? I don't think I can say that. Okay, all right. That's spoilers. That's fine. Don't don't spoil the game for me. Somehow the game hasn't been spoiled for me. You Same. don't play it. I I don't own it, but Yoder does, and he's family shared with me. I I'm, I I want to play. It. I want. <laughs> we can't talk about people that we know on the podcast. No. I mean, it wasn't like talking about him. I was just offering tech my 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 gracious hand. I'm waiting for the PS5 version. Is that it coming? Probably happen. That will probably happen. If it doesn't happen within the next six months or something, I'll just fucking buy it on the PS4. It's not a big deal. But, uh... But, yeah, you know, I got plenty of other shit to play. Like, what the fuck? As we all do. Uh, nothing nothing here I specifically uh, want to play, but there is a lot of stuff that recently got released uh, from Hidden Palace. Uh... If you've been following them, and you should, because it's very interesting. 
they've managed to get the whole uh, a hold of a bunch of uh, unreleased prototypes for for I believe a bunch of PS2 games uh, a few weeks back, but um, now they got uh, they got another wave of them. So 372 unique PS1 builds, 84 Sega Saturn builds, and 25 CDI builds, uh, all in this dump. Um, obviously, I haven't gone through them. I know one of them is a uh, it's a Magical Knight Ray Earth. Uh, uh, a build for the Saturn like a year out from its original release and there's some different stuff uh, some interesting stuff in there uh, I believe the Saturn Shiro website did an article about it there's a Gex that, uh, build Gex yeah, Gex for it, the CDI it, it's Dale Tide that's all I'm going to say about that but um, yeah no it's cool stuff uh, it's nice to it, it's nice that there seems to be way more of these uh of these builds coming out in the last couple of years ever since ever since that like giga leak from nintendo a little while ago it's it seems that like all hell is broken loose i think it's it's fine and especially now for something like the saturn and the CDI, no no i mean i, I it's all I'm great. perfectly fine with it i just think it's interesting that it seems it seems to have exploded thousands of prototype games leaked at, at a faulty gender reveal party <laughs> if only, if only, Quarry Explosion revealing thousands upon thousands of uh, of Ura Zelda builds. Quarry <laughs> Explosion reveals secret ET Atari graveyard. Hard times, call us. Yes, come on the podcast. Hard times, entire website. I still regret not patroning Hard Times when they first opened up their Patreon because they had an option for uh, posing our photos. <laughs> oh, that would be good. That's pretty good. Uh, instead of them paying for like stock images, you're paying them to be a stock image. It's so it's, yeah, it's, it's funny though. Would you would you be the would you would you replicate that picture of those of those girls bullying bullying each other with the intense sexual energy? God, I wish. <laughs> oh, uh, anyone... Ted, what you got for news? Let's go through. Let's go through those news newses. Yeah, we'll 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 go through the news. We'll go through the 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 news. Uh, the news that. Um, uh, as of t- earlier today, uh, EA had a uh, big announcement day of sorts. I don't know why they just decided to announce everything on today, but um, probably because it's the start you know, the start of the next fiscal quarter. Um, they are there is going to be a new Battlefoot Battlefield game released this Battlefoot. year. Yes, like Battleborn, uh, but for like Battle- Twitch streamers. I almost said Battlefront, and I was like, that's not right. Um. So yeah, there's going to be a new Battlefield game. Uh, I'm pessimistic to say the least. I know they they took their time and they took they stepped away from their like the franchise due to how bad every game since four was. And it's they specifically said this is being worked on by Dice LA, which I think it was like six months ago or maybe it was earlier. I don't remember. Um, the lead who I'm blanking on from Respawn got moved over to Dice LA. So the guys all behind Titanfield, uh, Titan, Titanfall. I just can't talk today. I'm sorry. Uh, they, it's okay. It's uh, the podcast. Yeah. 
uh, they got moved around to different studios. So I believe this is this is one of the guys who was one of the project leads Modern Warfare Two. Uh, so hopefully that means it's actually potentially something good. Um, but we'll see when it comes out and what they announce. Uh, they also announced that in 2022, they plan to ha- release a Battlefield mobile game, which surprises no one. Because it's a way to get in on that mobile market that everybody's trying to get in on, which is already oversaturated. Would it just be like PUBG Mobile or something? Uh, we don't know. It might be... Uh, I, I I almost don't think it'll be a, um, a Battle Royale. I just don't that, think it'll be... <laughs> I mean, maybe they announced that they could just not release it. I watched a video um, on mobile games recently. It was pretty good. I can't remember what it was called, though. Was anyway. it like, can your phone be a computer? It was like RaceFic made a video or something? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Race RaceFic is like not a real name. It's like a car. It, it, it's like an oil brand. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I would suggest he reconsiders his name. Come on the podcast and discuss your name with us, yeah. Race Vic. You and White Light, you guys need to change your names. You know who needs to change their fucking name? Gavamers. What about Kavoris? Well, that's like Traverches, though. That's sick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what's sick is fucking Traverches got, uh, Traverches got a fucking drawing of themselves by Yoji Shinkawa. Isn't, I, I, I saw that picture. I was the most jealous man on fucking planet Earth because- I'd be. It looks so fucking cool. I would love if Yoji Shinkawa drew me like one of well, his French girls. <laughs> you have something else that you can be jealous about. Well, uh, you, before you, you, you segue into the next news thing, I just want to say that he drew Lauren Mayberry like it just looks like Paz. <laughs> All right, continue. Um, what, do I, what should I be jealous of? You should be jealous of Asper Studio, who's going to be developing, who is allegedly developing a... Uh, remake slash upscaled port of uh, KOTOR. And where where are you getting this news from? Uh, I am getting this... Where am I getting this from? Yeah, it was Race Vic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from... Da, 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 uh, ben Hansen on Twitter. The founder yeah, but of who Min-Max. is he talking to? Who is he talking to that, that breaks this, that breaks this uh, news? Oh, Jason Schreier. <laughs> no, I'm going to need you to to replace what Tabby said with Jason Schreier. Jason Schreier. Yay! Like the Yay. current like headshot right, noise. Here he is again. And everyone everyone knows the the big the big hullabaloo he broke last week in, in our episode. Yeah. Podcast mm-hmm. thing that we did. But uh he's back again in about time too. It's true. Um, but yeah, so allegedly, uh, this is happening. Um, for those of you who are unaware, Asper Studio is a, I believe they're just, uh, they're just a porting studio. They did the, the Star Wars racer stuff. They did Borderlands 2 to Linux. The Stubbs, the zombie and Rebel Without a Pulse. The port. I feel like Stubbs the Zombie is a psyop, dude. I've never actually heard of it. And people just start yeah, talking and they, about it all of they a sudden. Did the... It's because it's on the Halo engine. <laughs> that's that's its claim to fame. The Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast port as well. Oh, uh, which... they, they got bought by Embracer in 2021. Oh, did they get bought by Embracer? They got embraced by Embracer. Um, 
the Jedi Knight 2 port is the thing that gives me, like, I haven't seen anything on the Star Wars race report, but that Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast port is, like, they overhauled the multiplayer for that game, and it, like, it has more functions than the PC version does on the Switch version, which is really nice, so I do trust that they could do, that they'll do a good job with this, uh, but they, they don't have any major track record right now that we can really go off of outside of early 2000s PC. Oh, this is an early 2000s PC game, so what am I talking about? It'll be fine. Well, um, this, it, a remake, right, is what this is? They, it, it's like I, did, I didn't watch remake. the video. They say remake. I don't know how much that will actually be. Um, I hope it's just an upscale with maybe different graphics because I think even without different graphics that game holds up very well its biggest issue is it's just as really arbitrary controls and the best version of it that for ease of play is the original Xbox version um, they've done which a it, lot of ports wow yeah I didn't uh, they're they reporting the they're, song. they're a reporting company so um, it's something Kinda to be excited for and I will be watching it with interest get animated they seem like they seem like a more pro- prolific, uh, yeah, uh, less prestigious, more prolific, less prestigious Blue Point is what I, mm. is what I'd call them. Well, maybe this will put them on par with Blue Point if they do a full like from the ground graphics uphaul of the game. Well, they better be careful then. <laughs> That's all I have to say about that. Is that a threat? Uh, Demon Souls remakes, all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Mondo, Mondo is a uh... Mondo Media. Yeah, Mondo Media. Yeah, no, no. That's this, right. this is re- this is relevant. They they oh. they do all sorts of like soundtrack releases, uh, all like a bunch of like geek media, all that stuff. All right, dude. Uh, they they they've been they release a lot a lot of like uh, vinyl soundtracks and stuff, and uh, they're they released the Portal soundtrack, I believe, like twenty eighteen or something. Uh, sold out everywhere. Obviously, so can't get that without without a high price. But uh, I believe they're gonna be repressing it since they're releasing a five LP set of the Portal Two soundtrack later this year. So it's five records, which is a fucking lot. It's gonna be expensive. I I, I might have said the this. Portal soundtrack. This was a trial. <laughs> Besides the vocal, uh, the vocal tracks obviously are like. Or standouts. Everyone likes those. I can think of a couple like beats from them of like some like very some like the very heavy synth stuff they do in Portal Two, especially. I think but Portal could... Two soundtrack is a Portal One soundtrack. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you any song from it from Portal Two. Like I, I remember liking the music because uh, it it would do this thing where it would play the music more the closer you were to solving a puzzle. Uh, it was especially noticeable when you were doing when you were doing the uh, like the velocity gunk shit or whatever from that game. I haven't played that game for fucking ever. You're talking about the conversion gel? Yes, thank you. The conversion gel, the ones that make you bounce and and speed up. It would. I know it would play like this noise whenever you do it. <laughs> yeah, I just I just was skimming through the soundtrack and I don't recognize like, I, any of those songs. I'm sure I've brought this up before, but like I feel like if you're making like a five LP, it's too much. Just like trim the fat, pick the greatest hits. You know, mm-hmm. we don't need like ambient room three. There, there is something to having to having like the full soundtrack on vinyl record, and that's cool and all. But that also means I'm less inclined to listen to it, since that means I have to, 
I have to uh I have to play I have to do the whole fucking record shuffle ten times. Yeah. Just yeah. to go through the whole soundtrack. It's too much. What I want I I since Valve seems to have this relationship with Mondo, I want the fucking Half Life soundtracks on vinyl because the Half Life yeah. soundtrack fucking kicks ass. I'd buy that. I I would buy the shit out of that. Uh, this sound this five LP set. I'm not so. Sh- uh, I mean, yeah, probably not. But uh, give me the Counter Strike sound effect vinyl. <laughs> Doesn't uh... just uh, just all the voice lines, oh, voice uh, lines, block. gunshots, explosions. I've got the um. What was that? I've got the Team Fortress Two vinyl soundtrack, and that one's pretty cool. It's got a. It does this. The yeah, the soundtrack is fucking incredible in that game. But like, it does this thing where at the end of every side, it'll uh, it, it has like a locked groove, which means it'll play a sound over and over, and it it has a uh, sound effects like a uh, audio, just like what was it ambient noise from maps specific oh, that's, maps that's it'll, it'll just play that indefinitely it's really cool and it has this really nice poster too maps by the yeah yeah yes it's funny i was talking about the yeah yeah yes a few days ago really they don't love you like i do yeah they don't love yeah, you I like i love you oh yeah me, me too actually i don't think we were talking about yeah. it together though i think it was like a separate occurrence yeah it definitely was i do remember noel talking you. about the uh, talking about such a good fucking yeah, yeah, song yes. It's a great song, good album, yeah. good band. Yeah. First song I ever full cleared in a rhythm game. That's cool. I don't want to talk about um. Want to talk about the yeah, yeah, yeah's instead? Do we have any more news? Yeah, yeah, uh, we have a podcast. lot of news actually. Yeah, let me get one real quick. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ape, I'm gonna ape your bit right now. I'm gonna ape uh, pure escape. Xbox, Microsoft, they didn't buy Discord. However, uh, they have uh. Decided that starting on April 21st, online multiplayer games for free-to-play games is free starting today. Uh, they're finally doing things that everyone else is doing. <laughs> awesome. Uh, really, really late, 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 late on the grab there, but it's good that they're doing it nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, Very pro-consumer of them. Uh, they really dragged their feet on it. It was. It's been. It's been one week since. It's been one week. Yeah. <laughs> but but anti-consumer Sony has had this since the PlayStation Three. They also well, anti-consumer Sony yeah. also didn't let you fucking play with anyone else until like last year. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, crossplay. Listen, I mean, it's not like the other. It's not like Microsoft was clamoring to do crossplay until like relatively recently as well either. But yeah, it's it's just this thing where these these companies. These companies, guys, they're not your friends. Microsoft yeah. is like super not your friend. That's the way I <laughs> see it mi- is like they're Microsoft. Mi- Microsoft is like North Ireland and like the PlayStation, and Sony. They're like South I don't, Ireland, I'm right? Not, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't like I have this. No clue what the <laughs> hell what analogy he's trying to pull. I have no knowledge of Ir- Irish politics whatsoever. I've just made it. So, who, so who's Margaret Thatcher in this situation? Gamers? Matthew Matosis oh. has girl power. <laughs> That's all I know. Uh, uh no. Oh um, fuck. Listen, there's gonna be We like that fun here. Yeah, we, we like to have fun here. Anyway. Uh yeah, no, it's it's pretty cool that they're doing that. I wish they when I first read this article, I thought it was saying that their online was going free to play, and I'm like, wow. 
very progressive. And then I'm like, oh wait, I saw, no, I, I misread saw that, that in the news. There that was that he wrote that it like leak. That. Remember from that people are like, oh, Microsoft's multiplayer is gonna go free to play. Yeah. Or like Xbox Live Gold is gonna go free is gonna become free. Is that when we talked about journalism not guaranteed platinum? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Maybe. Um but this might have been like the source of that where they were going to make their free to play games not require Xbox Live Gold and it was just through the grapevine got messed up. Not true at yeah, all. Yeah, I, I cannot see them making multiplayer free to play. If they did all, that's like their big money maker. That would and be like such it, a fucking big like that, that's, that's they, a that's they, a biggest dub. They would win. They would win the generation. Uh, listen, I bought a PlayStation Three because yeah. it had free multiplayer. Yep, well, and one hundred percent, like every fifteen year old and their mom would buy like an Xbox instead of a PlayStation if they decided absolutely. to make multiplayer free. Well, you say that, but I mean, the generation that PlayStation multiplayer was free and Xbox wasn't. Everyone bought Xboxes. You well, know, once PS3 once, had no games, but well, once PS3 became affordable, then people were buying it. That's true. I guess people yeah. weren't paying six hundred dollars for a twenty gigabyte PS3 with four HDMI ports. You ever see the front of a? Fa- I I literally have one sitting right next to me. I I was playing Astro's Playroom and I got. I got a fat PS3 as one of the collectibles, and it, it like I, I opened like the front hatch. I've never seen a, a it's fat so cool. PS3 in person. There's like eight, there's like eight different there's fucking so, slots for shit so to put in on that thing. The, it's the, fucked up. Those are only for the launch models. Yeah, yeah. Anything after that, it it literally because I, I just opened up that PS3 to clean it. Actually, did you try putting? I was looking at the case. Did you try putting a PlayStation One di- or PlayStation Two disc in the PlayStation Three? That is, a, it's a backwards compatible one, so yes, it works. No, I'm saying in Astro's Playroom. I don't oh. think you can. <laughs> Be a cool little Easter egg. Yeah, you egg. can't interact with the the little the little collectible things like that. Ah, uh, I wish you could. That'd be sick. Yeah, it would. What you got, Tabs? Uh, you know what else is sick? Um, Virtual Fire Esports. <laughs> no, I'm just. I've got what one Game Pass Project L. No, yeah. Since we're on the we're on the topic, we're cut this out. We're not talking about Project L. Cut this out. <laughs> I I I don't want to. I have a lot of things I want to say, but legally can't. The whole podcast, the whole podcast is just going to be a bleep, just like a singular bleep for like game two pass, hours. Game Pass, please just talk about, <laughs> talk about Xbox and Game Pass. That's right. I'll talk about the Game Pass. Game Pass has uh, proceeded to hit 23 million subscribers as of April 20th. Is that a lot? Um, that's a lot. That's, um, I think, I'd, I'd say that's most of the Xbox install base, as I far as I'm aware. It, right? Most of the Western Xbox install base. That At that least. is a lot, but Game Pass. I mean, they literally give Game Pass away on Cheez It boxes. I see. I see them every well, day when I go down to my pantry. The the other thing. Well, why aren't you getting your free games every time you eat some Cheez Its? Um, I don't know, honestly. I, I I just can't be bothered. I guess I don't like so the, the fact that games can go away on Game Pass. It's. Yeah, it's it's not great. Uh, and the other thing is that a lot of a, a lot of people 
you know, that's not like, oh, 22 mil- 23 million people are paying $15 a month to Microsoft for their Game Pass subscription. I would say at least 75% of those are people who paid $1 for like a year of it and bought like six years of Xbox Live with it. Was it really a dollar? It was if you bought a year of Xbox, because that was like $59, you uh, could pay $1 more and get a, a Game Pass with all of it. Damn, that is a steal. Now, what I'm going to imagine is that starting, I don't know, probably next year, once this whole pandemic thing is kind of over, at least in the the States, um. They're probably going to upcharge that a bunch. I think they're going to go to start trying to charge people like $25 a month for Game Pass. Yeah, and I think they're going to lose a lot of people. <laughs> they're going to lose... Like, I pay for Game Pass right now. I don't use it all the time, but it's worth enough to just have it for random things that I don't want to buy. Um, And... It's the impermanence of art. Yeah, that's... That's not. I don't think that's what they mean when they say that. But <laughs> it's it's just it's a failing business model. It doesn't make sense that you buy uh you buy Bethesda for seven billion dollars and then give away God, Game Pass. On I Race cannot Christmas. stand them on Twitter right now. Like the back and Bethesda forth between Microsoft. Bethesda and Microsoft, like their brand shit they're doing. Like, we're family. They're taking, like, fucking, they're having pictures commissioned of, like, Doom Guy I and Master that. Chief sitting together. Like, it's a fucking family photo. And I'm like, stop. It's, it's specifically, it's the same photo as um, Step Brother, the cover of the, st- of the movie Step Brother. It feels like when I go to my job and they're like, we're more than co-workers. We're family. <laughs> yeah. It's... I hate it. It's about family, and that's what makes it so powerful. Yeah, F, F is for family. Speaking of family, there was a new Fast and the Furious trailer this past week. Oh, uh, well, that's sick, did though. You, did you see, did you see the, the trailer, Null? Yes. No. Oh, I did. Oh, my God. It was so good. I can't wait. I just need to make out. sure we're all a pro- this is a pro Fast and the Furious podcast, right? I just need to make sure that we're yeah, I'm gonna on the watch same page. all ten movies uh, with my with with family soon. We got Hell we got to yeah. catch up for the the ninth installment. Fast and the Furious is like getting to be like kind of like the Final Fantasy of of car movies. Well, yeah, well they're both FF, right? Yeah, they're both about family. Uh, they're both, they both have completely gone off the rails. The Fast and the Fantasy 7. <laughs> uh, they're be- the best installments are 10 each. So the next, the one after this next Fast and the Furious is going to be the best one. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this one has Virgil in it. I mean, John Cena as Virgil. <laughs> yeah, John Cena's cool. John Cena's in both. You don't. It's literally Virgil. He it it the, the posters have like blue versus I've, red. I seen it. I seen it. I saw the edits. We follow the same people. I've seen it. <laughs> I just Christ. need to re-edit. I need to re-edit the trailer for that when John Cena comes in. It's just I am the Alpha and Omega. It's very good. I I love. I just love seeing John Cena in places he shouldn't be. Yeah, like when he was Fred's dad. Yeah, like when he was Fred's dad. You can't say stuff like that. You can't just bring those <laughs> memories out. To he my, is, my though. Front. He's Fred's dad. And he's like 
he's he's proud of him or something. It's really funny because like the Fred like lore is like his dad was like always like not around and abusive and shit. And then you get the movie and it's just John Cena and he's like a proud, happy father. Well, that's movie canon is different from uh, YouTube canon. It's a, it's like a split timeline. If you've ever read the Fred Historia, you know this. Wait, do, is iCarly canon? Does that fit within the YouTube canon or the movie canon? That's that's if no, uh, that's if that's, Fred that's, is the that's the Fred is defeated timeline. Oh, okay, Fred, I see. That's where Fred becomes Freddy and is running is uh, running the show as his technical prowess. No, 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 because no, because there is an episode of iCarly where Fred. It's like it is just Fred. He shows up. Yeah, yeah. You didn't know that. Yeah. There's also it's <laughs> this, it's it's the same timeline where he meets Weezer. <laughs> what? <laughs> We're blowing Tabby's mind right now. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a there's a video where 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 Weezer meets Fred. I think it was around the same time they were doing the Pork and Beans music video because it had all those memes in it. Mm. Pork and Beans, by the way, great fucking song, great music video. It's actually aged incredibly well because it has all these like old ass internet memes in it. It's but it's it, it rolled over into being good again. Vintage memes. Yeah, it's vintage. It's vintage memes, so it's okay. It's not dead memes. They're vintage. So let's talk more about Xbox. Uh, because they've recently announced support for a bunch of uh EA Play games because you know xbox and ea play have kind of are kind of making kissy faces together they're uh, holding hands yeah they're holding hands like master chief and and halo man i mean doom guy master <laughs> chief and crisis guy uh yeah so so a bunch of a bunch of ea games are getting uh, are are getting an fps boost on xbox series uh, uh, x and s uh up to like 120 hertz for games like battlefield 4 titanfall battlefront uh uh is that? Oh, that's Battlefront 2. I thought this said Jedi Fallen Order. I'm like, holy shit, getting that game to run at 120? That's insane. Uh, Titanfall 2, I think, is probably the, uh, the most, the most significant one here. Cause is everyone Apex re- on there? Uh, it doesn't say it on the, um, on like the little graphic thing here. But, uh, here, there's a, here's a more, sp- uh, what was it? Here's a better, graph right here uh no doesn't look like it uh new super lucky's tale is though you can play it up to 120 let's hertz let's go um, some of these are only at 60 hertz like prey runs at 60 on on consoles now apparently it didn't before sea of solitude is still 60 hertz uh um, but this this is still cool you know uh just, just it's just nice to see these games running better and mm-hmm. uh have these consoles take advantage of uh of their better you know their better hardware and play older games better it's nice it's one of the yeah. it's one of the big appeals of this of these new consoles especially the xbox like microsoft has been very good about like you can play the old games yeah the back and pat is really good on on xbox i i want them to start it started up again though because uh because yeah. they haven't they haven't added anything new to back compat in forever uh i don't think is jet set radio future back compat yet uh i, I don't think, know i think it's one of the only ones that isn't and when when it is i think that's the like the last one that people are really waiting for yeah it might be an, a music thing because there's some licensed songs in that game so that might be holding it up which is a shame that 
that and the one Shin Megami Tensei game for it. That's only it was only released in Japan. Well, they're not gonna they're not gonna fucking put backwards compat to SMT nine because it doesn't have a fucking English release. No, it's fine. Give me back compat for SMT nine. Uh, uh, it's also nice that they've just allowed people to turn their Xbox Series uh, X into an emulator machine. Yeah, I don't know if they really care about that to the same extent. Yeah, Sony I mean, it's, would. I, I, I just think it's fantastic that they're allowing that still. Like, I, it's at least yeah, maybe maybe shocking. they will on a patch. Won't rule it out because I mean, it's yeah, not, it it's it not either, their but... games they're emulating. It's like a, it's like that old Intellivision add-on that just like you you put you put like a an add-on onto onto the Intellivision and it let you play ColecoVision games. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically what this is. Fucking it's like, wow, wild fucking west back then. <laughs> if uh, only we knew when that thing released, then we could talk about it more. For sure. If anyone has bootleg Russian SNES cartridges, send them to us. Yeah. Anyone got a Dendi? Uh, I would love to have a Dendi. It's the uh, Russian NES clone, Famicom clone. Mm, okay, that's cool. So, um, so near replicant version one point two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine is releasing. Uh, I believe tomorrow, right? Is it coming out Friday? It's, it's out. It's, it's out. It's out. I heard bad and, things uh, about it. I I heard the PC port's kind of rough. Yeah. Thoughts? Yeah. Comments. <laughs> subscribe i i I, as 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 the the one near fan on this podcast i'm i'm avoiding any and all discussion about it because it is it has new story content and i want to experience that so i'm waiting until i play through it and i don't really know if i want to play it on pc or the ps4 version or i'm not entirely sure the only person who i know um who would play it is not playing it till later so i don't like have any like secondhand opinions i have just like heard murmurs that it's kind of rough like maybe a little too rough but you know regardless that wasn't really what i wanted to talk about yeah no no keep going sorry you said you're replicant. i was like yo (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's coming out. So Yoko Taro did in an interview. That's what I want to talk about. I don't fucking care if it doesn't run good. I'm not playing it. But, but I like Yoko Taro, and I think he's funny. And uh, he, they, on, on Square Enix, there's a, uh, there is a, like a little, a little like press release from from him and uh, Yosuke Saito. Uh, they're just basically talking about how they're really happy that the game is coming out. Uh, well, something I thought was really funny, because uh, of course Yoko Taro is always is a very wacky man, and I don't know how he gets away with saying the things he does. But he's like talking about how. All right, so here's here's the quote. Uh, and another thing, in recent years, when I've been around Square Enix, they always give off this palpable aura of enthusiasm, as if to say, "Look, Near Automata did well, so Near Replicant will also sell now." I would like to take this opportunity to twel- tell Square Enix to take a good hard look at reality. Only the names are similar, and the content of the two games is completely different, so it's not really going to sell all that well now, is it, lads? I mean, come on, I made it. Automata selling was a fluke, and all my other stuff has hardly sold anything worth a note if you really do go ahead and manufacture all these discs and then store them in a big pile in a warehouse somewhere the only thing we can do with all that is have a good game of frisbee well i mean that does sound like fun 
So he's basically just like, he's on Square Enix's page and saying like, this game is not going to sell, you fucking donkeys. And then the producer of the game is also like, yeah, I'm really, this is really awesome that it's coming out. And uh, we prefer to call it a version upgrade, not necessarily a remake. Uh, and he also like, uh, uh, says pretty much the same thing Yokutaro says, although in a different funny way. He's like, all right, having said that, uh, Nier Automata's big success was honestly somewhat of a miracle, so I don't think we'll be selling quite that much. However, if we don't shift a certain amount, then Mr. Taro and myself will be forced to travel the world selling the game out of the back of a van. Uh, and Mr. Okabe will have to come along too. So, now you know this. Please keep on supporting the Nier series. Please. Anything but the van. I want the so, van. Ev- so, yeah. Everyone, uh, don't buy Nier Replicant. Uh, so, Yoko Taro and Yosuke Saito can go... You can buy copies from them out of their van. That would be great. You know, I haven't... I know the review embargo is up today. Yeah. I haven't read any reviews, but I'm genuinely curious how many people are docking points because it doesn't play like Nier Automata. Uh, I don't know. I think people are probably... Uh, I took a, I took a slight glance at reviews and they seem mostly positive. I think it's... Yeah, but they're games journalists. The only... Well, yeah. Well, games journalists didn't like the original Nier. Okay. So... Well, the, the original Nier is kind of rough. No, it's fine. I'm playing this game right now. Like, as we speak, I'm playing this game. It is rough. I promise you it's rough. No, you're playing Drakengard. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Whoops. Never mind. Disregard everything I just said. The, the, Drake, yeah, the, I, Drakengard's rough. Whenever whenever people tell me about about Drakengard in the Nier series, I remember this way back when they were people were talking about it on V, is that Nier is the first good one. And all the other, all the Drakengards are shit. And only Nier is worth playing. That's everything. That's what I always heard about the series. Uh, you need to at least play through Drakengard two. I'm not playing no. any of them in the Nier. Well, future. I mean, if you if you want to like understand like story stuff, because Nier oh, is a spinoff from Drakengard ending F. I think what they mean is just that like get playing the game is is only enjoyable until Nier. You can't play fucking Drakengard 2 and, like, not play Drakengard 1 as fucking tie-ins from the first game. No, I, I meant, like, you have to play up to Drakengard 2. Oh, okay. Like, you don't play, play Super 3. Mario Bros. 2 without playing Super <laughs> Mario Bros. 1. What if I played Doki Doki? I, you don't know how hard it is for Did me you know? to not dump the big spoiler for Drakengard 2, like, on this stream as we speak. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm exercising so much restraint right now. You're really good at spoiling anyway. stuff today. <laughs> It's a, it's a spoiled. Um, it's a spoiled review. Day. Review embargo stuff, whatnot. Uh, just randomly, I saw this earlier. A Returnal. Uh, they were like, "Games journalists, you're allowed to talk about the first two levels of the game now." And like one of them, I don't remember who it was. One of them was like, "Oh, well, that's good because I couldn't beat anything past the first two because this game is really hard." <laughs> Uh, so apparently All Returnal, right, so it's good. Got it. Returnal has got, like, good difficulty. He said, like, what did he say specifically? He's like, someone was like, oh, I hope it's not like another Demon Souls where it's too hard. And the guy's like, I think Demon Souls is pretty easy compared to this game. That's funny. <laughs> so, uh, Demon I, Souls hard? Look, you're, you're asking that question to someone, to, to someone who's played it multiple times. I don't think it's that 
hard. I, I think any Souls game is going to be hard for if it's somebody's first time playing True. True. But I feel like once you play one, you know, you understand the gimmicks and they don't really change the gimmicks. Yeah, it's it's just going to be, you know, a certain type of people are not going to are, yeah. are going to think that Souls games are hard. Mm-hmm. But King's Field, though, just, that game's fucking hard. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> if it, it, uh, it's well, it's Housemark is Eternal they, Ring. They make like <laughs> they make Housemark makes like shmups and made shmups and shit. Like they made uh, yeah. they made Next Machina and stuff. So uh, it doesn't surprise me that this game is hard because yeah. I mean I don't know I I can't name an easy shmup. So yeah, and uh, another thing that was like noted uh, was that uh, there's like no like carry over into like because it is like you know you start over at the beginning you, you get your own it's next a powers. roguelike it's a roguelike yeah it's not like rogue legacy or anything you rogue-like. don't like keep anything uh it's so, just so it's not a roguelite it's a roguelike, yeah, it's a roguelike. yeah. You, you don't keep anything you just start over pretty dope oh, okay that's that's kind of that's actually kind of interesting because because you don't single... get that much yeah, you just yeah, start at the every, beginning with a pistol. Like, That's it. Yeah, Critical Darling Hades is a rogue light, even. Mm-hmm. So uh, interesting. Uh, I, I probably won't pick it up at launch because I'm not buying it for seventy dollars. I can't. I can't bring myself to pay seventy dollars for. Well, it's going to be an Xbox game. exclusive as well. PlayStation exclusive. What's the Xbox exclusive that has the same energy as it? Um, did you think that Returnal was a Xbox game? I, for a second, I did. Oh, I was thinking Perfect Dark. I don't know why. Wow. I feel like those games are like very different from each other. Uh, they give well, yeah, because Returnal's energy. a real game and Perfect Dark isn't. They both they give me they they give well, me the energy Returnal that boomers are going to say they're really. I don't know why. <laughs> I just get fuck? boomer vibes from it. I don't know. I I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. I don't know either. Crazy Tabby. Got but what I news? do know uh, is that uh, Squeenix confirmed that they're going to be at E3. Um, yeah, as we talked about last week, a bunch of companies are coming to mm-hmm. E3, like Konami and stuff. Uh, Square Enix said that there are going to be there, though, because that, w- that wasn't in the official list of confirmations, which is nice. Uh, they have a lot of stuff I want to see. Uh, hopefully we get FF16 stuff because we saw gameplay, like kind of, uh, at the PS5 showcase, and I would really like to see more of that to see what they're gonna do. If there's even gonna be a party system, because we don't know that. Um, Is it gonna most be good? Of, it's gonna be good. That was me. Um, I don't know why. I don't show that. anything that you showed at that <laughs> that event you did a, a couple weeks ago, <laughs> where you showed uh, Life is Strange. Please. I, 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 I so E3 predictions for Square Enix are gonna show Life is Strange three. Mm-hmm. They're gonna show uh, Avengers, Avengers DLC, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Spider-Man one that they're totally still doing. Uh, Laura Croft Tomb Raider collection for next-gen consoles. I know, I, I know, I said this, but come on, two Hawkeyes. Seriously, you put out two Hawkeyes for that game. Everyone's <sighs> been saying it. The critics are raving. Avengers is a game. <laughs> hey, so do you think? So this is something interesting. So Final Fantasy sixteen fucking whatever who cares final fantasy 7 there's an interesting question to be answered so over the last like 
you know, a couple installments of Final Fantasy, they've had a track record of releasing an MMO every three games. Do you think Final Fantasy 17 will be the next MMO? I don't see them <laughs> shifting away from the 14 model for a while. Uh, that's the other thing. I 14 is... Um, I uh, hope I want them to show 14 stuff. Uh, please give me anything. Just give me, give me a a, a a small taste of Endwalker. I beg you. I need it. Um, I I don't think I think F- FF14 is the most successful traditional MMO right now. And how can you uh, play it, Tabby? Uh, you can play it free for the first 60 levels and first expansion uh, available now all the way through Heaven's Ward. You can go to Final Fantasy 14 free <laughs> trial on You're Google. doing the voice. I can't. I can't. All right. Uh, they're, they're paying uh, us for this. <laughs> the, so in in the in people are opening up their copies of near replicant today and right in there is an ad for the final <laughs> fantasy 14 free trial in it so they need um, them to do that near raid yeah fucking yoko taro yoko taro forcing people to put 300 hours into an mmo oh. to play through a raid that is canon to the story what if final fantasy 17 is the near mmo So, yeah, I'm very excited for Square Enix's <laughs> showcase at E3 this year. I can't uh, wait for them to sell out of a van. Yeah, I can't wait for excited. I can't wait to go up just like to my favorite concerts where they're selling out of a van. My favorite game publisher travels across the country. Are they your favorite? Square Enix? They're probably my favorite. Like, I think full catalog for like from Square and Enix up. Yeah, they're probably my favorite. What's your favorite tech? My favorite what? Sorry. Hmm? Like like game company. My favorite game company. Developers. Is it? Uh, you you feel free to point and laugh, but I think it is Nintendo. Ha. R and D one that is uh, makers of of games like Super Mario Land and Punch. That was the <laughs> bad, that was the bad one. R and D one isn't bad, but they they're not really a, they weren't really a games developer. Uh. Yeah, it probably is. It probably is Nintendo, for better or for worse. Nintendo, Don't... fire this man, please. Fire me out of a cannon. Yeah. Well, what about you, Noel? Uh, probably like pre-demolishing, pre-pre-demolished Bungie. A pre-Destiny Bungie, yeah. Yeah, like pre-Destiny, pre three four three. Oh, do we? Pre-Halo Bungie. Did you guys, yeah. did you guys hear fans. the 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 Destiny news that came out today? Oh. Uh, I, I don't like... When I see Destiny, my eyes gloss over and I, I, I feel nothing. So they announced as a part of like a new big patch that they're doing, um, they are adding uh, Glamours into the game, into Destiny 2. Don't know what that They is. were already uh, in the glam- first game. Yeah, they weren't in 2. Yeah, Destiny. Destiny likes to do this thing where they remove features that mm-hmm. people like. Uh, glamours are what they're called in FF14, and WoW they were called transmogs. Xmog. Uh, ba- for those for those of you who don't know any of that, it is you can use old gear on top of good gear to make it look different cosmetically. Um, oh, what? So like like the social slots in Terraria? Yeah, that's yes, sure. literally that. Yes. Also, I don't I, know enough I, about Terraria. Terraria has transmog, but I hate this in MMOs. 
I think if you want to wear the best armor, like in the game, you should look like like your armor should look terrible and mismatched. Oh, sorry, dude. You have to if if you want that plus five damage, you have to use the dildo. Yeah, just you have to. Well, literally, no, yes. You're, you're in luck because you son if, of a bitch. If, if they if um with this, they are adding a limit per season of the amount of items that you can transmog. So you can only transmog like 20 items a season. Just like, go, what? why? Just go either like do it or don't do it. What is this like pussyfoot bullshit? <laughs> oh, I, I lied, by the way. I, did, I don't think, uh, I don't think uh, Destiny 1 had uh, transmog. I, I, I was like conflating it with the uh, shaders and whatnot. Oh, that's another thing. Uh, pay, like real money paid Peyton shaders <laughs> uh, are gonna stop working with this update. Apparently, are they, are they gonna throw it into the Destiny Vault like those other missions? <laughs> yeah, I think that's actually what's happening. What is wrong? I can't. What has happened to Masku? <laughs> Bun- Bungie just makes fucking Destiny forever. Man, I Naughty Dog is making Last of Us again. <laughs> Last of Us forever. I, I this... Blizzard is. Blizzard is dead. Yeah. Valve made I, I, a game. I, I guess. had this I had this theory that it was Bungie specifically made Destiny 2 so bad on purpose without telling Activision Blizzard that the game would flop so that they could buy their own the rights out of the game like what had happened. That was so long ago though. That was so long ago. But it, but that that theory has fallen flat because they've continued to shit the bed the entire time since that happened it's like when you get like drafted into the military and you shoot your foot but they're just like ah oh, just keep going it's fine you just like mm-hmm. keep like just to pop 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 you know well then then you got to shoot your leg and see what happens yeah um anyway speaking of active blizzard we have uh some news uh jeff kaplan also known as tiggle biddies um on the forums what yeah, you're really? Right. That's his name. He he used to be no. He used to be uh, EverQuest, correct? Yeah, he was like one of the best like raiders in EverQuest or some shit and like theory crafters. And his name on the EverQuest forums was Tiggle Biddies. What a king! All right, I like this guy a lot more. <laughs> yeah, good old Jeff from the Overwatch. Good team. thing he's staying on Overwatch huh. for the foreseeable future. Maybe I'll play the game now. Um. He's not only not staying on Overwatch, but he is leaving Blizzard entirely. Um, with oh, a, with a statement: uh, "I am leaving Blizzard Entertainment after 19 amazing years. It's truly an honor." Blah 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 blah. Yes, like he's saying the thing that people say when they leave: uh, "Never accept the world as it appears to be. Always dare to see for what it could be." Is that like, is that coded language? Yeah, that's coded <laughs> language. All right. I hope you do the same. Um, he's going to be replaced by Aaron Keller, uh, who was... Uh, he's an alum, too, right? Yeah. He's been with... He, yeah. he worked on Lich King, I think, yeah. I remember reading. I'm, I'm, sh- I'm sure he'll do fine. Uh, this is kind of worrying, like, it for is. Overwatch 2. Because yeah. like, Overwatch 2 isn't even out yet. Jeff Kaplan leaving in the middle of, like, the, the public, like... In, in the middle of, like, the very, very public, like, development of Overwatch 2 would be, like, Todd Howard leaving in the middle of a public development of, like, The Elder Scrolls 6. 
<laughs> you mean it's like a bunch of creative staff getting fired from Vampire Blood uh, Bloodlines: The Masquerade Two in the middle? I of don't its even think that's, that's as definitely large. Definitely worse. That's that's not as like large scale though as what I'm saying. Like when you start seeing like mm-hmm. senior members who are like kind of leading the project, like step down or leave in the middle of it, it's like okay, oh, <laughs> like like Akumi Nakamura when she left uh, Ghostwire. Yeah. yeah, that was worrying. What is that game coming out? It's coming out this year. Game yeah, looks cool. It does look cool. I'm actually looking forward to that game. Even even if she isn't working on it anymore, it's still you know Shinji Mikami is capable hands i'm very interested to see where like jeff goes from here because like what do you do after blizzard all right well, are, are you are you trying to imply that that's like the tippy top i mean i feel like he was pretty cushy in his role i guess He'll- he would be wrong yeah, I'm curious as to why he would want to leave. Yeah, I because I, I, I was trying to find out if there was, like, anything about, like, you know, there's nothing. It's like a Ziploc bag, dude. It's sealed. I think yeah. I think Overwatch was, part like, partly his pet project while at Blizzard. We'll have to wait for um, um for him to have him to be on David Jaffe's show to find out the, the tea. Exactly. Yeah. But, but with, like, what's with all the confusion behind Overwatch 2 of just what is the game um as well as um with the recent Blizzard canning their like entire esports department which is was Overwatch League like there there's been enough and Overwatch's declining player base and the people who are playing aren't happy like I just hope he takes Michael Chu with him and makes an, his own game studio you know what I mean that would be nice to see them Kaplan, make their own Kaplan studio. Entertainment Studios. I'd love, uh, I'd love for them to to form a new studio, announce that they're making a new studio, and then not hear anything for another four years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. That that sounds like a dream come true. <laughs> so I have one more news story. Okay, go ahead. And uh, it's something I can't believe none of us put on here. It must have just been like one of those things where it was so obvious we just like didn't even think to put it on the news docket. But uh, uh, the the PlayStation Store, the PS3 and PS Vita stores are uh, they're they're not they're not getting they're not getting shelved anymore. Uh, For now. uh, For now, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll 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 get to that. We'll get we'll we'll get to that. (laughs) Just saying. You know, for for now, on April nineteenth, you know, Jim Ryan he actually like straight up made a blog post on on the PlayStation website saying that they're gonna keep it up for uh for the for the foreseeable future. Uh, the PSP store is still going down. Uh, that's not uh, so your P- your PSP goes will still be useless. Uh, in that if you don't want if you don't want a Doom shotgun, but uh, sorry. But uh, the the Vita store, the, the the Vita store has pretty much every PSP game, so it's not as much of a loss. This is great. This is really good news. Um, still, uh, it's only a matter of time before they actually take it down. Who knows how long that the uh, the public outcry has has kicked this can down the road? It just the fact that it's been kicked down at all is nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Also, I I do genuinely think they saw the amount of money they were making from this 
I'd be curious like to see the minute. numbers. Yeah, because um, I don't well, think I, it's loads of money, but I'm sure it wasn't. It, I it know was people a nice who chunk. spent. I know people who spent three hundred dollars on it. I, I called them insane because I just said. It. I mean, don't do that. But <sighs> I even uh, I'm lo- I'm looking out for you. No, that's all I'm saying. Um. Yeah. No. Like uh, the. I don't know. I think it's really funny that like a bunch of people just like put like you know. There's got to be people who put like like at least one k plus down just on games and shit that they thought. I don't doubt that. And I just and then, don't know and then, how many people are like that. And then they get like this thing, and it's like, oh, actually, it's not going anywhere. And they're just like, <laughs> <laughs> well, at well, least they oh data hoarders when they games? find out that the data is not actually going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Look, all I'm saying is if the SRK forums don't get shut down in a couple of months, that was like a weekend I wasted. But it's fine. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, this actually reminds me of... Um, I'm tying it back into Demon Souls, bitch. Uh, back in, I believe, 20, 2011 or so, uh, Atlas... Because Atlas uh, localized the game in the West, or just released in the West, uh, they announced that they were going to shut down the servers for Demon Souls. And uh, everyone, there was such a huge public outcry for it that they kept the servers up until uh, 2018. Oh, wow. I think, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when I played Demon Souls back in 2017, the servers were still up. Uh, I don't. They kept them up basically right until the remake probably was started in development. That might have been why they, uh, in hindsight, that might have been why they, they shut down, they shut down the, uh, the servers, even though Atlas is, I mean, they probably wouldn't have any knowledge of the remake, so maybe not. But uh, yeah, it, it, they they kept those servers up for a long ass time, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it it was really cool of them to do that. Uh, you can still play Demon Souls online even with the servers down. But uh, hopefully that this what I'm trying to say is with the story is hopefully that it's a similar situation where the servers get shut down uh, if they have to. Uh, long time from now yes i think they should ideally, just like they would never uh, yeah ideally they should never go away okay. but listen sony listen to me sony right now this is what you should do when you're done with it sell your servers just auction them off <laughs> see that would be cool that would Although, be, actually no, that, that no, actually that's a terrible idea. You want to know why? Scrub. Because some because some fucking freak would buy it and then like make it private. I did attempt to buy one of the League of Legends servers a couple of years ago. I think uh, they had a they had an auction for uh, the like first uh, beta server that they used in their offices. It was like going to charity or something. So I put like. I put like a couple thousand down trying to get it early, I, but it went you know went higher. What? I know a guy who. Yeah. Uh, I know a guy who like owns the. Uh, so like World of Warcraft had like servers or whatever for like each mm-hmm. like realm or whatever, and the one that he played on went like they just stopped using it, and he like bought that server. Yeah. He like owns it now. Or not That's not sick. the server, but like the hard drive with like the realm on it or whatever. I don't even know exactly what it was, but it was something along those lines. Hopefully it's backed up. I mean, he just has it, so I don't know. I would tell him to back that up if he has it because <laughs> drives aren't permanent. 
or send it to me. Just do that, and I'll back it up, and then send it back to him. Um, uh, more Sony, more Sony. It's all Sony, all the way down. Uh, they, you know how I was talking about how like they kept like removing like like media features from their stuff and just like little little features from their their consoles and whatnot. And it seemed like they were kind of moving away from like the movies and the uh, like the other media, and. <laughs> Uh, then we get, like, what exactly is it? How did, how did, how did we hear about this? There's like a, like a, a, an announcement, like a very, uh, like very, uh, small, like thing that was released about this. It's like, like a PlayStation movie pass or a Sony movie pass. Yeah, so there's actually an update on this. Oh, I was curious there? if there was. Yeah, because it, it, yeah. it got put up and then like almost immediately taken down, and it had like very little information about it. So yeah, it's basically from what I, uh, it was shown with a leak of, uh, three images of movies. It was Venom, Zombieland, Double Tap, and uh, Vin Diesel's Bloodshot, which are like the three most three recent classics. Big it's like the three most recent big Sony movies that weren't Spider-Man. Um, All bad. And, Interesting. Uh, Double Tap was fine. I heard Venom was okay too. Venom gonna get him. Gonna get him with the Venom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that movie. <laughs> um, so apparently, as an update, as of uh, earlier today, um, this uh, PlayStation Plus Video Pass is going to be a real thing. It's going to exist, and currently, it's a one-year trial in Poland. Any, any okay? Any Pollocks in the chat know about that? Uh, I don't. I, I know of a couple Polish people on Twitter, but um, I don't know the. I don't know how many people are going to use this and whatnot. Is Warsaw so, in, twi- in Poland? Yes. Well, let's go to Warsaw. We'll have to. We'll have to ask uh, Ross Scott what he thinks of this. <laughs> He lives in Poland. Or we could go to Katowice. Katowice? Yeah. Katapizza, maybe? Katowice, <laughs> I think. Yeah, uh, Katowice. Weiss uh, Schnee on, from, uh, from Ruby. On, on some, I think it was like an IPL event in, in Katowice. Uh, someone pronounced it Katowice on the commentary desk, and it was very funny. Yeah. It's a place where they hold a lot of CSGO tournaments. For those who don't know. A lot know. of esports tournaments. It's you know, like a big it's like a big hub for Eastern Europe esports. Yeah, a lot of CSGO tournaments. Anyway, um <laughs> Do you have I, I think Tech's out, I'm out. Tab, you got any ammunition? Uh yeah, I've got two things left. One small, one medium. Um so uh along with uh, along with a Necrobunda tactical game, sort of like a like an XCOM style that was released a couple months ago that was alright. Uh, there's a new Necromunda first-person shooter game that's coming out. Uh, Necromunda being the the Hive City gang world of the Warhammer 40k universe. It's a pretty popular setting as well as a pretty popular spin-off uh, game of their tabletop franchise, Warhammer 40,000. Um, it's a neat setting. I'm interested. Um, it looks... It looks to be like they're trying to do this like open world kind of thing with it. So if, if it's some kind of like first person shooter open world thing, then 
I'm I'm interested in looking at it. It's published by First Home Interactive, so it actually has some money behind it as well. Um, I don't know. It, it's very interesting, uh, and I'm going to look at it. The gun designs look terrible, though. They look literally just look like like M16 slapped into the 40K universe, which does not fit at yeah. all. But you know, I, I actually not enough flashlights. Uh, played a decent amount of Necromunda, the tabletop game. Mm. Um, Necromundi's nuts. Uh, what gang did you it's play? It's very cool. Uh, so I played the Cultists. I can't remember their name. Amateur hour. Um, however, I was young and stupid, and I was like, man, it would be really cool if their cloaks were like white, like like very like like stark white. <laughs> and then like I painted them, and I sat down and I looked at my my gang of of Cultists, and I was like, wow, I really did just give these guys white pointed hoods. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. uh oh. Yeah. Curb your enthusiasm music. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, that's that's cool. Uh there's no release date for it as far as I'm aware. Um or is there? No, no, there is. I'm dumb. It's releasing on June first, like a couple weeks. So Will this be the first good Warhammer game? There's we'll been see. good what do you mean? There's Warhammer Space Marine. Well, be the good, no, there's there's enough good Warhammer games. Oh. I was under the impression they were all bad. People like Dawn of War. Uh, total to- Total War, Warhammer, Total War, Warhammer 2, Warhammer Space Marine, Warhammer Space Marine 2, um, the first two RTS games, which I'm blanking on their names. Dawn of War? Dawn of War. Um, Tabby, what's your other news? So the last news that I have is that CD Projekt Red announced that, that as of 2020, um... I think maybe even fiscal year 2020 because it was announced this late. That's um, probably what it means, yeah. Uh, Cyberpunk sold 13.7 million copies uh, across all platforms. That's they also a lot announced, of copies. They also announced how many copies were refunded per their policy that they were allowing, and it was only 30K. 13, 13 so, mil is a really high number for a game that was pulled off of a lot of stores immediately after it came out. Yes. Um, I, so here's the thing on, on the thread that I was seeing about this from CD Projekt, um, people were, I mean, they were internet commenters. They were being like, just kind of awful. Are you going to claim that people bought multiple copies of the game? Yeah. Like own someone. Because that's such an uh, there, I refuse to believe that that's a significant amount of people. It's it's not like I I I genuinely think if you looked at Cyberpunk and you said, "Yep, they're going to promise everything that they said that they've ever were going to promise in this game," you are dumb. I like. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but yeah. I no, I thought that from the beginning. Like I, I, Cyberpunk was my favorite game of last year that I played, and I really enjoy it. It's it's genuinely a lot of fun. It has some horrible technical issues that are setting it aside right now, but outside of like performance, the core game is really fun and enjoyable, and I like it a lot. I mean, this um, is just a problem with revealing your game when it's a when, like when it's in the concept yeah. stage. And yes. not like when you have things that are yeah. like solid. It's like it's fine to say like we want to do these things or whatever if you're talking about your game, but to say like this is what we're gonna do. It's like okay, well, you know, 
More like this is what we're going to do-do. That's insane. I don't know. I feel like you should be like revealing your games when they're pretty close to gold and not a second sooner, but what do I know, dude? I, I think you can reveal it before. I just think your your core gameplay loop should exist. And like Cyberpunk was revealed as a CGI trailer in 2013. It had it the was. pig man. Had the lady with the yeah. the, the sword arms or whatever. That was a cool. Wait, no, the lady definitely with the did arms. not have the pig man. I'm thinking of another game. You're thinking of Perfect Dark. Uh, maybe. Gonna fucking explode. No, not Perfect Dark. What's the Ubisoft one? Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah, that it was Beyond one. Good and Evil. Totally. That, that game that that game that's definitely as real as Cyberpunk <laughs> was in 2013. Is it, with- more, is, is it more real or less real than Perfect Dark? Ah, uh, fuck me. That's kind of <laughs> hard to answer. <laughs> Because Beyond Cause Good and Evil seen, 2, I mean... We've it's, seen it's, gameplay of Beyond Good and Evil 2, at least. So they say. Yeah, allegedly. Uh, well, you know, we were talking about directors leaving projects. I'm pretty sure Michael Ansel was the director of Beyond Good and Evil 2, and he's not on Ubisoft anymore. Didn't Yeah, so, but Ubisoft never really big up evil relatively recently. <laughs> well, Michael Ansel was with them since Rayman. So like he's he it's a big deal for someone like him to leave. I mean, didn't they lose like a lot of their senior staff? Most of their senior staff was uh, committed a couple sexual misconduct allegations. I believe including Michael Ansel, although I don't including know. Including Michael, I don't Ansel. know the full story behind that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know anything. I just know I know what the headlines tell me. Uh, it it was that, and also due to his relationship with uh, Gilamon. Uh, Gilman, uh, the uh, the main sex pervert of Ubisoft. Gilman, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, was it y- Yves Gilman? I think is how you pronounce his name. I don't know. Um. Hey, speaking yeah, but- of Ubisoft, you know that game Assassin's Creed? Yeah. They they have that machine that lets them travel into the past of their past lives. Yeah. The Animus. Yeah, the Animus machine. Why don't we all take a why don't we all take a step into the Animus machine so we can find the news from the past. Play us out, Andy Blarg. Yeah. A link to the past. Here we go. A link to the past. Start the show. A link to the past. Give your all. You know this game's a blast. You won't fall. Awesome. We're here. We're in the past. We're uh no. Why where is everything are we in right black now? and white? What? Or in the past, everything. Why, why is everything in black and white? Everything's like... in sepia tones. Uh, w- w- all of our all of our past news is just anniversaries this week. Uh, this is a good week for games. Please understand. Yeah, it's been a busy week. It's been a busy it's, week. Yes, and also I would like to kind of not blow through them, but go through them a little bit fast. I'd like to have a short episode today. Got it. Tech, you want to talk about for like forty minutes on uh, Diamond and Pearl? I actually don't really have anything to say about Diamond and Pearl. They're the only Pokemon games I didn't get at launch. Well, Noel, talk us about them. Diamond and Pearl? I don't know. I didn't play them. I figured Tech would have something to say about it. Diamond and Pearl came I, out. I can, uh, I can talk about how I didn't have them. <laughs> am, am, I, am I the only person here Diamond and Pearl? Uh, Diamond and Pearl. <laughs> Diamond and Pearl uh, was released uh, on uh, April 22nd, 2007. That's... Uh, 14 years ago. 
How old were you when you were 14, Tech? I, I would Wait, be no, 14. I, I mean, yeah. how, how old were you 14 years ago? Uh, I would... Uh, what was it? That was 2007. So yeah. I I had not turned 10 yet. That was my my 10th birthday was in August. So I was nine years old. When... <laughs> I I, I, w- uh, I w- would also be about that same age. Uh, How old were you back then? No, like 50. Uh, I would have been 13. <laughs> you know, like nine, 13 is like such a gap, but like 23, 27 really isn't. No, yeah. I'm not 20, I'm 26. Grandpa, I'm 27 this August, though. Hey, not same, but sort of same. I think you're like two days away from me. There's a lot of birthdays in August, but we can talk, we can talk about that in August. <laughs> um, yeah, Diamond and Pearl, I just played. What was it my brother? My brother's got Diamond and Pearl, and I I didn't. Uh, I just got plat or uh, I got platinum later, but uh, mm-hmm. I just played Ruby and Sapphire, or I just played Sapphire for like that stretch of time over and over again. I would go to the mall once a week with my family because they wanted to go to the mall for something. I don't Your know family. why. Uh, I would leave them. And I would go to the GameStop in the mall, and I would just play the demo of uh, Diamond and Pearl inside the store. I have very vivid memories of this for, like, two hours once a week. Oh, two hours once a week? So what, you got through, like, the third battle? The joke joke for anyone who is unaware, uh, Diamond and Pearl are notoriously slow games. Uh, So unbelievably slow that uh, Platinum like legitimately address the issue and made the mm-hmm. games faster still kind of slow though gen 4 and general uh, is kind of slow the demo leads you to the first rival fight before the first gym yeah um and like i would literally just play it over and over and over again it's it, it, it's it's one of my like it's one of my favorite childhood games and i really just like i i, I enjoyed it a lot i know it's got its faults but i can I look past it for everything else I don't really have a lot of attachment to Gen 4. Are you Team Palkia or Team Dialga? Uh, Dialga, because that's the one I got. I I told you, I got Platinum, so I, I team team I, I, I vote Green Party, Giratina. I like Dialga. <laughs> the G Party, Giratina. Giratina. Gir- Dialga's cooler because it's Steel Dragon type, and there's not yes. a lot of those. Yeah. Even though it doesn't look Steel Dragon, and it's, uh, its also- special move is just Dragon Hyper Beam, which is kind of bad, but... He controls time as well, which is time, sick. Yeah. Time is cooler than space. Isn't Giratina like the Pokemon god? Or is that somewhere no, else? Giratina, no, that's Arceus. Yeah, oh, Arceus. He was also Arceus. in those yeah. games. What does Giratina do? Yeah. Uh, he was the lord of the Shadow Realm. Kind of is. Uh, I, I god, forget, Pokemon I, is I, so I, fucking stupid. <laughs> I forget I forget what like Giratina's bag was, because Dialga and Palkia are like space-time. And Giratina lives in this like distortion world, which is actually a pretty cool section of the game. It's not; it's only in Platinum. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're like you're like Jamiroquai and walking on the the walls and stuff. Anyway, uh, that's all I have to say about yeah. Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Uh, those remakes are coming out that look kind of bad. That thankfully uh... I I don't have. <laughs> thankfully I'm I'm not tabby and I don't have emotional attachment to the originals, so they can't ruin it for me. When they remake Black and White, though, that's going to hurt. Genuinely, I think those remakes look fucking terrible, and I'm probably not going to buy them. So All um, my games got good remakes. Sorry, guys. 
So, uh, 15 years ago, uh, Mother 3 came out uh, this week. Um, I believe it was the 20th, April 20th. Uh, Mother 3, the critically acclaimed uh, game that never came out over into the West, despite many uh, much fan outcry. Uh, It has a wonderful, like, amazing English uh, localization done by uh, Clyde Mandolin and his team. Uh, So you can just, even though it was never released over here, you can definitely still play it uh, through any means necessary. Doom Shotgun Sound. Uh, It's a really, really, really good game. Even if you're, like, even if JRPGs aren't your bag, uh, I think you can still find something to enjoy in mother three even even just through the story so how is mother three related to earthbound um is mother two mother yeah it's mother two uh mother three is more related to earthbound than you would think but not like not in a very significant way it always confused me because i always heard people talk about the mother series and i'm like well it's earthbound but like is it Earthbound or is it not Earthbound? <laughs> uh, you know, it's either or. the 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 problem is that um is that there is no like, Earthbound is the English localized version of the Mother series, and since and since Mother Three never got a uh, an English release, it's just always going to be Mother Three. Do you it's think? Kinda, it, do you think they changed the name for Western audiences because they wouldn't like buy a game called Mother? <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's probably that's probably true. Uh, it, the reason it's called Mother is because there's like a really there's like a big theme in the series about um about mothers and stuff. But uh, it's really more clear, like it's it's much more in the forefront in Mother Three compared to One and Two. It's still there, but uh, the name Earth, but I I can I I completely understand why they would want to call it Earthbound over here because I mean Earthbound's a great name. It's a really good name. It's a really it's a really good name and it, it I don't know if the name Earthbound would make as much sense for something like Mother 3. Um, You're a Starbound. So I do want to pl- Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Starbound would have been good. They should have called it that. Something I do want to plug because it's somewhat related is uh this guy Brutal. He made a uh he made a full commentary on the game uh for the 15th anniversary. Uh it's really good. You should get a watch uh assuming you played it or at least know what happens in it. I actually, I haven't played Mother 3. I've only played Earthbound. Have you beaten it? Earthbound, yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, uh, definitely play Mother 3. It's yeah, just, it's, it's, on, it's, it's on the never-ending list. It's it it's probably... It, it's the most palatable, I think, of the of the games. Just, like, the mechanics, mechanics-wise. Really? Yeah, it, it's a lot... Because, like, you know, Mother, Earthbound is, like, kind of a janky game. And it's, like, its combat is kind of... It's kind of, like, okay. But uh, Mother 3... Mother 3 just has, its combat's a lot smoother, and it also has this, like, mechanic where, like, if you press, you press the A button to the rhythm of the sound, the, the music in the battle, it'll, like, you'll do extra damage. Mm. So that's pretty cool. That is neat. It gives you, it, it's, you know, it's, it gives you a little more involvement when you're playing, uh, when you're playing through, like, JRPG battles, because I know a lot of people kind of don't like the fact that, you know, you just push button and thing happen in JRPGs, and, you know, that... Makes it a little more active. The characters are really great. Uh, the story is excellent. Yeah, Mother Three. It's a fucking great game. Everyone already knows that, though. 
there was actually also a patch that uh, Clyde Mandolin's team released for Mother 3 that just, like, fixes a bun- like a couple of bugs and stuff mm. for the 15th anniversary. So, uh, check it out. Mother well, that's 3. radical. Check it out. Uh, speaking of games that are good, uh, also released on the same day as Mother 3. Really? What a coincidence. Yes. Yeah, uh, oh. Uh, Okami was released. That's the game where you uh, are, like. Uh, you said there's like the wolf, like it's, it's like the painting, and then you like go fight Ganondorf, right? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> yes, it's <laughs> it, it is. It, it's always sunny title card. Uh, Hideki Kamiya makes a Zelda game. <laughs> I, I will also say this is the it, it's it's my favorite Zelda game. Like, I think this is out of that sort of adventure game subgenre i think okami does it does it the best and it's also very stylish in its pre- presentation is the legend of zelda uh, a hack and slash no it's a it's a it's an action adventure game people call it an rpg but it's not an rpg uh it's got yeah, twitch no, fuck you it's, it's a hack and slash it's got right. twitch combat is, no. You literally, I mean, a, like, if you, take, if you take the core of, like, Legend of Zelda, it's right, game. you play, like, the first Legend of Zelda game on the NES with the gold cartridge, right? Mm-hmm. All you're doing is hacking and slashing, right? Like, at its core. Like, that's the gameplay. You know, I, I don't think you, you don't necessarily slash in Zelda 1 because Link's yeah, Sword just kind of, like, shoots out. So, it's it, that can be kind of construed as a hack, but definitely not a slash. So well, yeah, um, but, like, when you shoot your sword with power... Like that's the slash, right? It's like no. See, when I when I think hack and slash like game, scar, I'm thinking you know, like I'm thinking like God of War, <laughs> Iron Reaver, uh, Soul Stealer. <laughs> yeah, what about Blades of Blood? That's a deep. Cut Are you comparing one. Legends of Zelda one to God of War, Tabby? I feel like that's a little no, unfair. No, no, I, I'm saying like hack and slash in my mind is like Dynasty Warriors, God of War. No, you're thinking Devil May like, Cry and Nano Breaker. Those are hack and slashes. No, no, those are beat 'em ups. You have swords. Yeah, no, you can't they beat are, someone up with a sword. Character action games are the evolution of the beat 'em up. What is the difference between a beat 'em up and a hack like and slash? Why does that sound like something that would be in a Tim Rogers video? I'm going to fucking explore this entire genre in a 10-part series. Fuck you guys. No, it it's 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 you're set into you're set into limited stages where you have to fight large waves of enemies. We're talking about hack and slash. Fucking Okami. Has anyone yeah. even played Okami? I've never played it. Yes. I I've, played, I've it. played it Okami. Fun. I've I'm playing through it again right now actually. Uh not even didn't even realize it was the 15th anniversary of it. Um Okami's really good. I I really love that game. I don't think I genuinely don't think there's a single thing wrong with that game. I hear it's a little long. It's fine. It's It's long compared to a Zelda game. Let's put it like that. Zelda games are already kind of long. Paintbrush seg- segments are not all that, but you know well, was the, the, the paintbrush thing mechanic always striked me as better when you played it on the Wii. It was better for that on the Wii, but they also, like, design around it to make it so that it it knows what you're always trying to do. There's I'm, never a time where I'm playing it where I felt like it wasn't going to do what I wanted it to do. I imagine it's kind of like the, uh, the, the drawing mechanic in The Wonderful 101, where it's like, where you think 
where, where people probably think that it's easier to draw it with the tablet, but you don't really need to do that. It's actually easier to just use the control stick because no. it's lenient in that way. Same director yeah. even, so. Uh, but yeah, Okami, good. Uh, happy birthday, Okami. Is Okami Platinum? Xbox. Uh, Okami is, uh, it, it was Clover Studios. Okay. So, so Platinum. So me, but a lot of the same people from Platinum. Yeah, okay. Keep going, Tab- Tabby. Like, I, I just, I want to hear everything. Keep going. Yeah, what, well, what other anniversary came out? What other game came uh, out in this monumental week? Uh, 13 years ago, uh, Twoey came out. Well, the we... world ends with you. Uh, the uh, the critically and, uh, yeah, I mean, just quite critically acclaimed, uh, the fan acclaimed uh, it's very, game it's series. Quiet. Would you consider it a cult classic? At this point, yeah, yeah, I would like it's a it's, cult classic because I haven't played it, but people say it's good. <laughs> I haven't played it either. I just love the soundtrack. I haven't played it, um, and because I wanted to talk about this while we were on here, I have very vivid memories of, for whatever reason, since the game came out, up until I was like sixteen when I got my first job, my parents refused to buy it for me for any gift. Why? Because it was rated M. No, it was rated. It was rated E ten and plus. But the world ends in it. So Mind you, you can't for play for that. for Christmases and birthdays, you know the the times years where you get the video game. Like I was getting Call of Duty, but they I the world ends with you for whatever reason. My family refused to get it for me, and I don't know why. Weird. I think Twoey yeah. is like partially to blame for my like love of like acronyms. Because mm-hmm. it's just so fun to say. It, it's it's, it's kind of like the it's like the progenitor of Reps to Gog in a way. It has yeah. a Reps to Gog energy to it. Like honestly, the game could be bad, and I wouldn't give a shit because it just the the game is like the, the acronym is so fun to say. And you've got the pass the puck system, and the soundtrack is fucking incredible. Yeah, it's also it's also technically a Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that though. Hey, hey Tech, can did we? I? Did I tell you about uh, a potential event that Tabby and I were were talking about? This is completely off the rails, but I want to I want to say it right now. Sure, say it. Just know that saying this will probably result in the podcast being over two hours. Oh, that's fine. That's going to happen. Uh, we were talking about a stream where it's it's uh, the thirty two or thirty two stream, right? And it's. You either beat the entire library of the the, the thirty two X or thirty two <laughs> hours pass, whichever happens first. <laughs> we we mathed it out. It works. It seems possible to beat the entire Sega thirty two X library in thirty two hours. How many games are on the thirty two X? Thirty three. Shit. <laughs> a lot of Shit. And there's a lot of there, there's a lot of games that are like half hour long. Yeah. Doom's on there. You could beat uh, that. It's in not. A half it's hour. Not, not it's, all the levels. It's only. It's only Doom. Uh, uh, part one and part two. Yeah. Oh shit! Doesn't even have the third episode. It, Fuck yeah! It doesn't even have American McGee. Doesn't even have the shotgun level. The level where you should have put the shotgun in. <laughs> Damn you, American McGee! Why didn't you put a shotgun in the level? Um, God, we got to get him on the podcast someday. 
We won't ask we him. Gotta get, we we got to get in his house. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. I, I, the boat. I, I told you, when I come down, I am absolutely down to do that. Yeah, no, that would be cool. Th- 32 hey, hours. Tech, what are you oh, doing? my God. That's psycho shit. <laughs> I don't think we stayed up that long for the fucking Atlanta trip. The Atlanta trip was no, rough. No, definitely not. It was come like on, 18 deck, hours. Fly, fly down. Come join us. All right. What is, what is maybe, this thing? Maybe someday. What are these, like, runes that you put on the screen, Tech? So, um, 16 years ago, uh, April 19th, 2005, IM8-Bit was, uh, was founded. IM8-Bit, so what I know IM8-Bit from as they they were like a, they're like a games, like, production company, kind of like fan gamer or whatever, but they're actually a little more than that. They, they, they were like, they're like an art exhibition, for one, when they first started. Yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I, I was, I was looking, I was looking at the stuff. They, uh, they're, they're basically, they're basically just like a company that nowadays is known for, is known for like releasing physical copies of like indie games and stuff and like final soundtracks. For example, uh, the Persona 5 soundtrack was done through them. Uh, they're, so, they're actually like kind of interesting because they, they've had all sorts of, uh, all sorts of collaborations with companies, uh, like uh in 2008 they they did this uh this like event thing called the Street Fighter Club. Tabby, do you know anything about this? That sounds very familiar. It it was uh it was to promote Street Fighter 4. So this is before SF4 came out. But uh it, it, they they seem to have a, a long a long standing relationship with Capcom especially cuz uh in 2008 they also uh designed they also were hired by capcom to design the cover art for Mega Man 9 which is if you don't know they they made it like they made it like intentionally like shitty to to throw back to the original Mega Man box art that looks terrible we made it bad on purpose as bad a joke on, bad on purpose yeah kind of um you know just just a bunch of a bunch of stuff uh Marvel versus Capcom Fight Club LA uh, it just that was seemed, a beat 'em up. It was like a tournament thing. It seems like, and it had a public demo of Street Fighter Four 3D. Ooh. Fight Club LA, the sequel to the Chuck Palahniuk book. Yeah, is it Palahniuk? I thought it was Palahniuk. I, I don't know how you say Palahniuk. his name. I, I I've read it. I've never heard it. What? 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 I know AI made before. I'm seeing a lot of stuff on their on their Wikipedia. Just like kind of like weird, almost like avant garde stuff, like mm-hmm. the the Hyrule Room <laughs> for Zelda's 25th anniversary. They they created a Zelda style room in Redwood City, and I that was. I remember that when it was a. Uh... They took that on tour uh, my freshman year of college back in 2016. Yeah, that's kind of weird. But um, <laughs> you know, what, I, what I know them for mostly is they did these re-releases, and they still do it. Uh, yeah, you can still find them. They did these like anniversary like re-release repo uh, reproduction cartridges of uh, old Capcom and whatnot like games. Like they have a 30th anniversary Street Fighter 2 S uh, SNES cartridge that you can buy for one hundred dollars. <laughs> um, yeah, that makes sense. 
Uh, it, it's it's just it's one of those stupid boutique nerd things. But the funny thing about them is that the people people who had them's like, uh, yeah, these things get really, really, really hot when in their fucking when you're playing them for too long. So that's pretty funny. Uh, that, that that's that's kind of all I have to have to say. I'm a bit. Um, I don't know. They have they have kind of a seedy reputation with uh with people I talk to. Uh, in like the vinyl community, because uh, apparently their vinyl releases sometimes aren't the best. Hmm. But uh, their Bucks Next vinyl sound sounded fine, so yeah, maybe they got the shit together. Issues. I wanna, I wanna release video games on the PlayStation Two. Do you think I could do that? Probably. Like, like take like develop take games. Vi- no, not develop games. Like take games that exist and put them on the PlayStation Two. <laughs> oh, like make reproduction discs. Yeah. Uh. Isn't the copy protection for PS2 like completely defeated? I don't know. Yeah. It's gotta be. It's PS2. Oh. oh my god, I forgot. There's like news. There's like news that I forgot to mention. PlayStation 2. Oh, uh, sorry, no. no, it's too late. No, hold on. I, I was just. <laughs> I was, <laughs> it's okay, we're over two hours. We're in the Wild West. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was playing it, FF11 while now. you were talking about this 8 bit thing, uh, and I completely <laughs> forgot about this. <laughs> Fuck you. You said you were gonna do that. I don't know. Like, listen, the eight bit thing. I don't know anything about them, and it's. Well, like, I didn't explain it good enough. Is that it? I I did want to mention that you were talking about like like things overheating. Like, wasn't there like, uh, wasn't there a? I don't know if it was recently or if we talked about it recently, but there was like these fucking like display models for a console that they had them like enclosed in in uh, encased completely in glass. As the demo models, and they were just overheating. Oh yeah, those were uh, that was months ago. Yeah, wasn't what it? was that? that was, it was the it was either the it was either the PS Five or the Series X. It was one it of was the, the it was the PS Five, I think. Yeah, I think it was the PS Five because you know because people were making a stink about it. But yeah, yeah, it was completely encased in glass, and they were over overheating. Oh, yeah. it, is that the news? No, no, I just I just wanted to mention that because you mentioned something oh, okay. about them overheating. Uh, no, this, uh, on the 14th, this is a little bit late to it, but this is pretty cool and PlayStation 2 related. Um, a guy uh, by the name of uh, Triska Balas uh, has created an exploit called Mechapone uh, for the PlayStation 2. And... Um, so basically, I don't know like the minutia of this or like how it works or whatever, but kind of the last thing on the PlayStation Two that had like not been like fully defeated was the uh, the region locking and whatnot. So like you couldn't play like a Japan disc on your American PlayStation Two. Uh, can't this... play my Japanese copy of Res. Yes, you can't. Well. With this exploit, I don't know if it's out or if it's coming out, but you are going to be able to just, like, you, you run the exploit, and then your console is now forever able to play any... Um, so it's a it's a firmware flash. Yeah. And you, you can, you can, you can just, you just do it. Um, hmm. It's, it's possible that it might break PS1 and DVD playback compatibility, um, because oh. it'll make your PlayStation 2 read all inserted discs as PlayStation 2 discs. But regardless, it's still pretty cool. I can buy, like, 
PAL copies of games and play them like on disc on original hardware on my PlayStation. That's 2. actually that's actually nice because like there's version times where PAL games are infinitely cheaper than the NTSC versions. Mm-hmm. Would they run at 50 hertz though? Or was that was that not a problem at that point? That would be a problem. Okay. Yeah, I don't actually. No one's giving me a face that he, a face of he didn't think about this. I did not think about this. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I, I don't know about your reco- your current recording solution, but I know if you would run it through an upscaler, you'd be fine. I mean, I can, I can, like, I can make my soft mod on my PS2 can make my signal whatever I need it to be, right? So mm-hmm. that's that's pretty much it. Uh, but yeah, yeah this if you is four sixty. Then you're fine. Yeah, this is like really cool. Um, that's it. It's cool. Awesome. Bad it's ass. only going to be on like certain PlayStation models. Um, I think anything pre seven thousand, um, like that are like Japanese and PAL consoles won't work. But um, anything that is like uh, the the five thousand models and higher, but is is lower than. Or, wait, all post SCPH 500XX NTSU and Asia systems will work. So it's like one of those things where, like, you, you there are certain models you can't even put like free McBoot on, which is like the the soft mod. It's it's more of that. It seems like, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, really cool. Uh, PlayStation Two news always always coming in. I literally just heard about this today. Two. That's cool. Badass. And that's all the news. That's everything. Yeah. It yeah. Is. The pod. The podcast is over. The podcast. Man, there was like no fighting game news this week. I'm kind of surprised. I'm. Yeah. There was that um, Samurai Showdown character. Oh, whatever. Yeah, there was a lot of news this week that I probably could have talked about, but I was also like, ah, whatever. I always feel like I see. I see games that are being released, and then I'm like sitting here like. Does anyone actually care about this? And then I don't put it on the list because I just decided to tell me about Well, that's the thing is, is, like, if I don't personally care about the news, why should I talk about it?